You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. We're back, baby! Uh, we're back! We're back stronger than ever! I've given you lives! Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation? 100% for comedy. Friendly room. What a weird game of chicken that is. This guy's sharp. <laughs> he knows everybody's name in this room. We've been doing fake radio since 2006. Live. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. 
Hello, everybody. Welcome to the program episode. I'm going to guess the 3314. Nope. 3313. Yes. The award winning podcast, Never Not Thunny. Thunny? It's Thunny. <laughs> Always Thunny in Philadelphia. Uh, Never Not Funny is the name of the program. Uh, I don't know what happened there. I could I could take a guess and I'll walk you into it. Uh, what happened uh, over the weekend for James Arpardo Jr. Now, let's first talk about, I want you, Matt Belknap, to guess how many hours of sleep I got last night. Go ahead and guess. Two. No. Three. No. Four. No. Twelve? <laughs> no. The, going the other way. Fourteen. No. Five. Zero. Oh, no. Zero. I have been awake. I, I, I don't even know if I nodded off at any point. Oh, my God. Um, I here, Here's what happened over the weekend, everybody. Uh, this actually happened. Uh, I went to see a doctor and I said, doctor, Mr. MD. I went to see a doctor. I, I say I went to see a doctor. <laughs> I repeat now, I went oh. to see a doctor. <laughs> What's he? He's got his nose I don't know what notes. he's doing. Still I looking went at. to the doctor. I went no, that to one? the doctor. I went to the doctor. I went to the doctor. All right, very good. Well worth it. Uh, that's you two. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Uh, very good. All right, now go back to uh, whatever business you were doing, which is not uh, apparently does not involve listening to our program. Looking up Sony uh, cameras from the early 2000s. I, I swear to God, dear listener... <laughs> Uh, I walk into conversations in this room, and I'll get back to why I didn't sleep last night. I walk into conversations in this room. Usually, it's you three nerds talking about Marvel, occasionally why DC sucks and why, you know, various things like that. Today was an argument over when HD was happening and cameras, and the term digital shorts was angering some folks, and it was, uh, God damn it, it was awful. It just was, (laughs) and I, look, I'm guilty of talking about boring shit, but good Lord, I just, that needed to end. I mean, is, it, is there any chance this is tied into the fact that you haven't slept in 24 hours? Oh, oh no. No. I could be refreshed and not care for that. I can't believe you didn't fall asleep instantly. Yeah, you, you know, that's, that's, that's a good call, Gary. Yeah, why don't you call Elliot up when you can't sleep? Uh, oh, come on, man. I could, I could read you a book, Jimmy. I could be very soothing and read you something you don't have really to do boring. anything just uh, just be, we can no, get on just, a conference call and talk about these cameras yeah again. you don't have to go in you don't have to do a bit and, and read a well, book to me you just uh, it's not your voice he's after it's your lack of interesting uh, topics yeah, you're talking, right but if if i if i talk like this it probably would defeat the purpose of putting you asleep but you don't talk like that That's, you don't talk like fran drescher i'm just i'm, I'm is dead. that how you hear yourself <laughs> and if so how, how have you not cut your tongue out of your mouth <laughs> i'm just saying that I can be more soothing and also boring at the same time. <laughs> I, I, I believe that. There's, if any, if that, no, no true words have ever been said from that area of the room. But it kind of feels like he, he would find a way to even fuck this task up. Yeah, when it's I, like the whole thing is just be yourself and he would, he would muck he, it up. He would muck it up. He would, he would try to put, put a little shine on it, a little yeah. sheen, and it wouldn't work. Yeah, be, you'd be too annoyed to sleep. Yeah. Well, but see, that's, see, this is the false part of your premise, Matt, is that Jimmy has never fallen asleep when he's been annoyed at us for talking about something that he's not interested in. He's never fallen asleep. That was his premise. I was just oh, yes, I it. Oh, I see. No, that's my premise. Right. And he said, why don't no, I no, call it was, you? It was Garen's. Yeah, it was Garen. Oh, I have no idea what's happening. No, you were, yeah. somehow you had your nose in your phone <laughs> or something Writing over poetry over there or something. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. All right, so here's what happened. So last week, I go to see this doctor and um, uh, for, for various ailments, as, mm-hmm. as I've been dealing with, um, And then, but it was probably the start of this and unbeknownst to us. Mm -hmm. So on Thursday night, um, I um, am having, uh, I'm having trouble breathing and I'm itching all over. Uh, I am having an allergic reaction to a medicine I'm on. 
Oh, God. And I took a couple Benadryl, and that calmed everything down. And I was able to get to sleep. And then on Friday, uh, I saw, I believe it or not, another doctor who I then, uh, it, it did not occur to me, by the way, I did not put two and two together at this point, that it was this medicine causing the problem. Okay. Uh, I was like, what, what did I eat? That seems weird. A pot roast should not make me do that. But <laughs> what, a, what a weird reaction that is. And I, then I was trying to think, like, uh, who was here? Did I, uh, on, uh, it was Tommy McNamara, but, or did you have enough dog, did one of you two have enough dog on you? Because right. it was that. It was like I w- had been in a house with a dog, mm-hmm. and I, so I needed to use my albuterol and, uh, and the Benadryl, and then it was fine. So then Friday, I woke up, okay, everything's great. Went to see that doctor, and then uh, I had uh, a meeting for Pop Culture the Game Show, and was feeling great, and then driving home from that meeting, all of a sudden, I'm feeling horrible again. And so what happened was, and so this is where I put two and two together. When I saw my GI doctor, I asked him, hey, do I still need to continue taking medicine X? And he said, yeah, you know what? For at least through tomorrow, you have to continue taking that. And I'm like, okay. So then I said, I had not taken it yesterday, waiting for your word. And then I took it. And then a couple hours later, here it is. And I'm in the car, like, and I, luckily I have an albuterol, you know, you know, breather in, Mm -hmm. in the car. So I, you know, did that. That seemed to help. And then everything seemed okay. And then later on, so then I took my second dose of that medicine because I'm supposed to take it three times a day. I take the second dose and uh, I'm on the couch and I'm like, I, I don't know what's happening. I'm, I'm scratching. My, uh, I'm, I can't breathe. And uh, luckily, my uh, doctor's office has a um, an app where you can con- you can get a hold of a doctor 24-7. Oh, great. And so this is 9.30 at night. I'm on there. I'm talking to this woman, and she's walking me through it and uh, and basically saying, uh, if it gets worse than what it is, you need to immediately go to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. You are having, and I can never say the word, um, as... Anaphylactic. Anaphylactic. Thank anaphylactic you. Anaphylactic. Oh. Anaphylactic. Uh, you are, uh, the, the medicine, you're having a reaction to that medicine. So she uh, told me what to do, the protocol medicine-wise. Uh, the next day, uh, I'm not a proud owner of an EpiPen. Oh, God. Uh, in case this ever happens again. Right. And I'm on the protocol. And one of the protocols is, oh, hang on. Let me, uh, so then that was Saturday morning. Uh, she said, okay, well, if your lips or tongue start swelling up, uh, go to the ER. And I look at Danielle uh, and, um, and I go, are my lips uh, swollen? She goes, no. And I go, look at my tongue. And they both went, oh, that's big. Oh. And so I made an appointment to see a doctor. And uh, I walked in there and she said, uh, oh, yeah, that's big. Uh, but, you know, we don't want you to go. To, you know, I, uh, I, you know, I used to work in the ER. I'm going to do exactly what they would do had you gone to the ER. Mm-hmm. So she gave me a, a steroid shot. She gave me some other things to get the swelling down. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I was able to speak articulately made uh, both the person on the on the uh, the, the app mm-hmm. and this woman. Go, you don't have to go to the ER, mm-hmm. but I'm going to take care of it. Uh, but then I'm also on this, uh, I'm on prednisone for the next five days to get the swelling down and to get this allergic reaction out of my life. The prednisone, if you haven't had it in ages and I haven't, uh, can make you a little wired. Oh. So I'm, uh, so I had a follow up this morning with another, with the, with the doctor to discuss what's going on. And he's like, oh yeah, that, that can happen. And I said, yeah, I don't think I slept all night. And, Jesus. Like, and so that's what's happening. That was my weekend. What do you think of that? I can't believe it, it takes sucks. that long for that med- medication to get out of your system that like it would be screwing you up days later. Well, you're taking it three times a day 
Uh, and well, but I, you last took it Friday morning. I last took it Friday morning. Yeah, and yeah. it takes um, the, the half life or something is sixteen hours for. But if you have more in you, it takes long. Because I even said that to the doctor, like it. I haven't taken a pill in you know twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Like why is this still? Well, you've had so much in you, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. So uh, it feels like it's all out now. Good. And uh, but now I'm dealing with this prednisone nonsense. Um, but uh, the doctors, uh, the, the, the care I was given uh, that I received was wonderful. Great. And uh, uh, I will, uh, you know what? I'll just say it. Uh, I joined One Medical. Remember we talked about them once? Mm-hmm. Uh, One Medical is, you know, you can get a discounted uh, 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 membership through Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have listeners of our show that work for One Medical. We have listeners of our show that are patients of One Medical. And when we talked about it and we didn't understand it. Yeah. They all raved about it. Mm-hmm. And so I finally said, I'm going to join. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's the greatest care in the world. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's coming from me who goes to a lot of doctors. Yeah. And I have great doctors. Mm-hmm. But the care that I've been receiving from these folks at One Medical, this woman that the woman that I did the, the uh, basically a FaceTime thing with mm-hmm. um, called me three times to follow up. Wow, mm. that's amazing. That's great. Yeah, it's uh, so. If, you know, if you're in the, if you need a primary doctor, one medical is a uh, is in your town. That's a good option. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where I'm at. Is this a button? I went to the doctor, and I went to the doctor, then I went to the doctor. Well, I went to the doctor. I went. Don't we have a woman that does this? Yeah, where's the Tory Jackson version? Yeah. We have one with the with the. Sachs. Gary gets hurt in that one. For Is that reason. a new one? Uh, that's Brett Euler. Thank you, Brett. Brett oh. Euler, the uh, graphic designer. Yeah, and I think this is the one you're asking about. Is that Tory Jackson? I'm sorry? Not feeling fine. It's the Frenches. Yeah, Mike French and Tory Jackson. Yeah. I will say this: this is no disrespect to the other ones, including the one that you two sang, then <laughs> uh, or Brett Euler. Uh, uh, that woman's got a beautiful voice. Yeah, she oh, yeah does. absolutely. That and woman so has, does Mike French. They're both great singers. They're yeah. very good. And so to hear their to hear it, I, I, listen. If I'm on the vo- I'm, my, my chair, spinning around for that one. Sure. Yeah. For uh, sure. I don't know if I spin around for you two. I got to be honest with you. That's well, not, fair. I'm not a good singer. <laughs> and that particular, if that's if that's what you had heard, you're not spinning for me either. I agree. Yeah, I, and I've heard you sing wonderfully. You mm-hmm. know that. We've never heard Garen sing. Garen, you ever do karaoke? Mm-hmm. I have done karaoke twice. What do you sing? The very first time I ever did it, I was probably at 14 or 15. I did Friends in Low Places. Yeah, that's an easy one to sing. And then I did it a few years back where I sang... Uh, uh, Let's make a night to remember by uh, Brian Adams. Oh my goodness! Hmm. Yeah, it was Jason's birthday. Happy so birthday I to Jason! Got up and sang that. I don't know that song. Let's make a night. To, I think it's about fucking. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided to do that in a room full of people. How'd that go? In my extremely sexy, gracious way. Uh, it was fine. Do you have a good singing voice? Do you think? I don't know. I sing in rock band. I play that game. And you and you and you get through it. They don't boo you off. They don't boo me off. 
Well, you, you have a headset. You have a headset on right now, Garth Brooks style headset. Yeah. <laughs> Let, Unfortunately, let's hear a little friends in low places. Let me see if I can, do. I remember the words. Yeah, pull it up if you need to. I can't do it a cappella. What do you think I, I am? It goes, think this is... it goes, I got friends in low places. Yeah, just do that part. <laughs> I got friends in low places where the whiskey shit. Dr- the whiskey's sour? Where the whiskey, where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases the blues away. That's it. That's all I and I'll be okay. No ovation for that. Oh, no, I did get a good. Well, you better. Rest. They just stare. They don't just stare at you. Was that a weird restaurant place that may have been like almost closed and they're like we'll let the kid let the kid go 14 years old you're doing your garth i did my garth yeah even at 14 they don't get that's i, I think funny. there's a kid singing nah <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't applaud that it seems unfair it's 14 a little too old to be like oh he's doing it you know it's just like what you think i think it's uh, i think you still give the kid yeah oh, yeah you should be polite about it but it's like when a 10-year-old sings, you're like, look at that. You're like kind of impressed that a kid that age can sing yeah. or is just willing to, is brave enough to do it. Mm-hmm. 14, you're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I also feel, though, at, at 10 or 14, uh, stop showing off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, this kid's going to be Joey Lawrence. You know what I mean? Remember when Joey Lawrence was a kid and go on The Tonight Show and, yeah. you know, very precocious and... Yeah, I mean, oh my God, we watched that movie courtesy of John Oliver. Uh, remember a few weeks ago, John Oliver recommended that movie about the... Uh, uh, the heist that uh, uh, Joey Lawrence stars in. I don't think I saw that episode. Oh, man. What is that movie, Garen? Money Plane? Money Plane. I think it's called Money Plane. Hmm. Garen, is it called Money Plane? Is this a new movie? No. Maybe 2022. That seems new. 2021? 2020. Money Plane, yeah. It's called Money Plane. I vaguely remember that title. I, guess I remember thinking, that is an incredibly lazy title for a movie. <laughs> uh, you would not have remembered this because oh, you, really? you would not have well, seen this. What am I thinking of? I don't know. There's some other any other thing. thing Moneyball. Like, there's plane. Well, no. I, well, there's that. No, but then there was another one. It was called like Money Heist or something, which is just like what? Well, that is a movie. I like so, the heist is you're stealing money. The number one thing people steal. The number one heist. Yeah, like just call it the heist. This one's got all the Lawrences in it. Yeah, it does. And it, uh, John Oliver did a thing on it, and then said, uh, "I asked you turn off our show, go watch this movie, and then return." So we, when it was over, we went, you know what? We, we, we're trying to find something. Let, let's watch it. It is atrocious. Mm. And the, Lord, the the whole Lawrence clan is involved doing characters. <laughs> it, is the, it is the weirdest fucking thing. I remember he had a little brother, but are there, who are the other Lawrences? There's three of them total. Is Sharon Lawrence involved? She's not involved. <laughs> There's Andrew Lawrence. He's the youngest one. Matthew Lawrence. Matthew's that, the one that I, you I remember know. him. Yeah. yeah. And then Joey. Joey. And then course. Joey. And jo- Joey's the guy in charge of the money plane. He's the, it is, uh, <laughs> it is just awful. Kelsey the, Grammer, isn't it? You know what? Here's the weird part. He's great in it. And you wonder, <laughs> really? like, did he owe Joey Lawrence a favor? Like, why is he? Because he, like, his acting and his scenes are just way out of proportion with the rest of the movie. Yeah. It, it's. But when you uh, think about what he's done in the last 10 years it's it is a bit weird like he's not he hasn't done anything he hasn't do, been doing a lot of big stuff he'll just pop up in random like he was he had some tv show on cable or on streaming that oh, was, oh he did didn't he he was like a mob boss i don't know what he was that's kind of what he is in this he's yeah. you know he's a money guy yeah he's got a nickname i forget what it is that, and he and he says it my name is uh i'm gonna make it you know james pardo jr they call me bumpus <laughs> oh no aka bumpus or whatever the, the rumble the rumble aka the rumble okay yeah, dude no, nobody so is this about playing oh, this okay go ahead i should tell you it's written by one of the lawrence guys i think andrew lawrence right wow wrote wrote and directed 
I gotta see this. And it oh. is anything happens on money. You want to you want to watch two people fuck money plane. You want to see a guy fuck oh. a snake money plane. This is not what I thought. <laughs> you want to see a guy wrestle a mongoose money plane. <laughs> there's a lot of snake mongoose stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of that stuff. I assumed it was about a plane that transports money. Yeah. It is not. It's this a, is uh, where you could. Uh, it's like could, Fantasy Island, but in a plane. You know, you just gamble on anything. It's, oh. Uh, you can gamble. It's, it's you know just. Awful human beings. Okay. An airborne casino that caters to elite criminals. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Kelsey Grammer wants a crew to steal something from Money Plane. Uh, but oh. Kelsey Grammer actually owns Money Plane. Oh, boy. So he's stealing from himself. Yeah, so it's a, it's a some big unnecessary ruse. Chris I mean, here's the thing. As, as, as bad as I'm sure that actually is, I mean, it's kind of an original premise. I don't disagree with that. It's just not well. Like, there's times where like they're in the galley of the air of the airplane, mm. and it's clearly a hall in a building. <laughs> like it's so, you know, it's it. You know, there's yeah. weird, like way too nice of curtains hanging up. Like it just is. Uh, it look. You know what? Here's what it looks like. I hate to. It looks like a porn shoot. It looks like. It looks like <laughs> yes. it, it's got that vibe to it. We're like, oh, let's go to the lounge, and it's clearly the lounge is in another room in the apartment that they're filming the porn in. <laughs> you can see the the lamp plug in the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Covered over anything. This first sentence of the production section of the Wikipedia page, inspired by heist films such as Ocean's Eleven, airplane films such as Con Air, and their experiences in Las Vegas, producers Switzer and Connie turned to Andrew Lawrence. Period. Turn to Andrew Lawrence to, say, to to deliver their their magnum opus of a movie. Their dream. Actually, they just looked at Andrew Lawrence and he assumed that that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, good, good idea, in. guys. I'll do it. I'm we in. We didn't ask. But again, we thank John Oliver for that recommendation. It was uh, I forget why I brought that up. Oh, I brought, we talked about Joey Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, well, I did. I rattled on about Joey Lawrence. Now, Matt Belknap, I have a question for you. Yeah. Over the weekend, you you and your wife, you drop off your your child and a friend, I think, to see a, a concert. You went next door to get some apps? I was not with them. Oh, I misunderstood the uh, the premise. No, Elise uh, and her our friend uh, Leanne took... Is Leanne the woman I sold the stuff to? Yes. Yeah, that's okay. exactly right. Yeah, she, she bought your Taylor Swift tickets mm-hmm. that you had too many of, which I think about every day. Why didn't I just take them? <laughs> um, yeah, you should have. I should have, but... Uh, oh, yeah, you really screwed up. Anyway... Uh, they went uh, to see Lafay. Lafay. I don't. I don't know how to pronounce it. She's like an Icelandic folk singer. Or okay. Um, I don't know. If folk is quite the right word. More like a jazz singer, actually. Anyway, it's it's Zoe's friend Lauren's like favorite artist, and and Zoe was excited to see her too. And so they got two tickets. They were like, "Well, we'll drop you off, and then we'll we'll have dinner." It was at the Ace Hotel, and so let's go have dinner at the restaurant. And um, so they dropped them off. They went to have dinner. They finished their apps. Oh, and they saw on the somewhere that it was like the concert was like less than two hours. Like, oh, this is perfect. We'll just have a nice long dinner. Have a good chit chat. They finished their appetizers and they were like, oh, so how's it going? And they were like, the opener has not finished yet. <laughs> they were like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. So like we're here for another two hours minimum. So they like looked on, uh, you know, ticket or whatever. I don't know. Subhub, something like that. And there were tickets available for like less than face value. And they were like, let's just go. Yeah. And so they went and they actually got better seats than Zoe and Lauren had. So they very kindly said, why don't you guys take these nice orchestra seats? We'll go sit in the balcony where you were. You can sit up, you know, you'll be, have good, a good view and we'll just sit up there and enjoy ourselves. And they ended up really enjoying it. And it sounded like it was, a, it was a good time for everybody, but uh, uh, I, I saw, was not involved. Uh, I, a, I thought you were there. So my apologies. Uh, B, um, your your wife will post this often. 
uh, lots of singing, and of course, sobbing. Yeah. And I realized that your wife and I cry more at concerts than two people should like at first when i read yeah, that i went you were very similar in that way I mean, you did like i read it i go you didn't cry well you know what you cried every fucking concert you, you cried at the kiss concert well that's she was amazed by it because she cried at a song she'd never heard before well that's probably you can but do it's that. like but it, because of the content of it you know it's one of these songs that's about you know don't grow up or whatever it's oh, any man. parent you know when you your kids get to a certain age you're like oh god like they're growing up so fast that whole thing and so I forget what it's called. Stay young or some some something. by, by lawfully or whatever. Lozy La, 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 La Do you know how to say it, Garen? How do you say? I've it, never Garen? even heard of this person. It's like L A U F F E Y or something or L A U F E Y. Lofty. How does it? How does Lafay. it? Look, I I I I've accepted that I've become you. Know, when I was growing up, there'd be parents in the neighborhood that'd be out working on their car and they would listen to their fifties music mm-hmm. and you'd go, oh, Mister Cusack loves fifties music, and. I accept that I'm that guy. I'm that guy with classic rock in 80s. And, right. and I know some current stuff, but at the end of the day, I don't. Yeah. How does a young lady find, the, is it through TikTok? Is it through Spotify? It comes up? like yeah, Probably probably a little of both. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't know the answer to the, in the specific case, but uh, I mean, she was just on Jimmy Kimmel. Like she's not that obscure. Right, right. right. So like uh, it's out there for kids to discover. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think kids just find stuff they they stumble on it on social media or they uh, their their algorithm in Spotify or, or YouTube tells them they would like this. And so, but it sounds a lot like, a, you know, it, it, it's what, what Zoe sometimes calls cursive singing, you know, that sort of very popular vocal style of a young woman kind of, yeah. uh, you know, like basically every artist sounds like right now. Danielle said that after we watched Saturday Night Live this week, like, oh, so every woman sings like this. Right. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tate McCord. Tate McCray or McCray. something. Yeah. 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 So it's another one of those people. But she's I mean, she's very talented. She's an incredibly gifted musician. Yeah. She plays piano, guitar. Uh apparently her band is very talented. So yeah, I mean I watched her on Kimmel and I was like, Yeah, this is I mean, it's not my cup of tea, but it's all right. It's, it's good. Uh well as long as they enjoy themselves, that's what matters. But yeah. again, my takeaway was that your wife and I cry at concerts more than any two it, people. You're, in the world. you're correct. Uh and there's certain triggers like uh, like i said uh oh, the idea that time is passing and people are growing <laughs> old is one of them uh i don't know what else would it, it would be i mean you know certainly with taylor swift there's specific songs that will will do that oh sure and she does have a few that are about that specific topic also it uh, oh, my tummy just made a bizarre noise i apologize if anybody heard that i need to publicly apologize to garen uh for uh the other day i i sent him it turns out on a wild goose chase when i was saying Look for the guy on Netflix that has the current special oh, right. with the 80s. Oh, yes. Um, it's on uh, Prime. <laughs> okay. Oh. It's over on Amazon Prime. <laughs> that explains it. And I couldn't tell you. I think the guy, kid's last name is Wallace, I think. But I, I can't pull his name at the moment. Uh, Trevor Wallace, maybe? Uh, but I, I remember we were yelling at Garen how bad yeah. he was at his job. Right, right. And it turns out I, I gave bad intel. It's funny. We just had that conversation about the, that and the, this, whatever that guy's name is, very good looking comedian there was apparently an article i didn't read it uh, because i just read headlines but in the the new york times yesterday there was an article about good-looking comedians and i was like oh this seems like a perfect article for jimmy to read and get mad about (laughs) well you know what here's i don't know anything about this article but see here's the thing with really good-looking comedians is if they talk about that they look like assholes and if they try to pretend like they have a a tough time in life nobody fucking buys (laughs) so it's uh 
it's very strange. And Hold uh, on, Karen's pulling this guy up. That's our boy. What's his name? Trevor Wallace. It is Trevor Wallace. And boy, does that scream 80s. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of a pterodactyl? Pterodactyl. That's, yeah. that's literally like there was that meme maker. There was like something where you could type in any words and it would use those two fonts. Well, he's got it. He used it. We watched the, uh, you know, how we, it, you don't watch it. You, if you land there, it just it it auto plays. Yeah. And Danielle uh, and Oliver both at the same time basically said, uh, it's like an SNL sketch. Like, that's how it looked because it's the cuts are so jumpy. Yeah. You don't know. Like, it's just punchline, punchline, punchline. <laughs> Weird look. <laughs> and it's almost like there should be a voiceover. The, the comedy stylings of, yeah. uh, of, you know, shitty McChit shit. I don't know anything about this kid, by mm-hmm. the way. I don't know if he's good, bad, indifferent. Uh, but uh, good luck to these good looking comedians and, and uh, their future. They're going to get, uh, you know, a, a lot of success and a lot of puss after the show. And that's what matters. Or cock, whatever they're into. Sure. Right. It's, uh, it's their cup of tea. If they want to bang around lady or man, that's, you know, that's how we're doing it. Mm-hmm. When I say we're, I mean the comedy community. I mean, large. I'm told that uh, this new generation doesn't want to have sex. So maybe they're not looking for any of that. You're thinking the 25-year-olds don't want to get their out there, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. That just seems like it's become a thing that there's articles about, and I don't really understand it. Um, I just had that conversation with somebody. Who was that? Was it you? I think it was he in this room, but it was not on the air. But I forget who it was with. Karen? He doesn't fuck. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> so sure. He's a trailblazer. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Well, there's a lot of talk that they don't want to see that stuff in film. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. didn't consent to see this. <laughs> Come on, man. Then you be more they, square. Then, yeah, <laughs> they close your fucking eyes to the, to the entire world. I mean, God damn it. I, I, every movie I'm, I watch, I hope there's a scene like that, even if it's inappropriate. I mean, I, I, I've, I've had that feeling too. There's sometimes there's a thing in a, a thing I'm watching. I'm like, this adds absolutely nothing. I agree with that. And I, I also feel like with the advent of like internet porn, it's if you want that, you, you know where to find it. So you don't need it in your like, you know, thrillers, <laughs> for, it, for, for example, it, to your point, you, as you get older, in my opinion, yeah. I have found that I'm just like, while while that girl and that gentleman are very sexy and hot, yeah. get moving. Get back to the plot. Right. I this does not help the story at all. Yeah. Get, you know, scram. Every once in a while, there is a sex scene that actually has something. There is a substantive uh, element to it that is informing the story, and I always appreciate that. I'm like, okay, this this is we're learning something new about one of or both of these people, or it is sort of advancing the plot in some way because of it's not just and then they bang like something is happening right. beyond just them having because like if it's just a generic like yeah we get it we know how sex works we don't need to see people doing it for any amount of time you can just suggest it and then move on. Let me ask you a question, Matt Bell. Evan, all your life. And you have, uh, this is, uh, I'm not bragging, you, you have not slept with as many people as I have. Yeah. Uh, but in, in all of your, in fact, I open this up to everybody. In all, in all of your uh, uh, doings. Mm-hmm. When and, and I have had sex dozens of times. Oh, I know you have. You're, so up, I, you're up to 48. Yeah, so do not question that. Uh, when you're done, has the girl, or Garen, in your case, the gentleman, ever picked, uh, taken all the sheets off the bed, wrapped herself in it to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Has that ever happened? No. Because it happens in every fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't For think. For obvious I don't, reasons. No. I don't think so. It doesn't happen in European films. They just walk around naked. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You, the way that you would. The way it normally would Or you, you quickly slide your underpants back on and run to the, uh, right. run to the other. Yeah. Uh, not, not once has a girl done that because uh, it's, uh, it's not real. It's also uh, kind of like 
then what's the guy doing? So I lay here with So now I'm just lying. Flopping around? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> can, I get, can I get something? I think the premise of that, so the, the idea is you're, you're, you're hiding yourself from somebody. Now, if there's nobody else in the apartment, then you're hiding yourself from the person you're just with, which means this has got to be a one-night stand. No, but, yeah, but, you, but you just were nude together. You right, just, but, but like... You could still, after the fact, be like, "Oh, I, now I'm a little self conscious." I, sure. I, that isn't that isn't that crazy. But again, it, I, I, but it happens in all different situations. Right. Like, I, I, and again, I, I, from in my experience, and the, again, there was a you know a lot of road work. <laughs> uh, never. Well. And Never. I'm just saying that for me. So would they? Are you saying they would just get up naked and walk or the or slip underpants on, or yeah. you know, or you know, get completely dressed and run that? <laughs> they realize what they've done. I mean, one of the things you're saying is it's is a lot of times on TV they'll just they'll have a whole scene where the woman tucks the the top sheet and creates over a dress. Her, yeah, and basically <laughs> just goes like and then just holds it with her armpits. Yeah, and that's. For obvious reasons, you can't show boobs on American television, but it's also very conspicuous and and unnatural and weird. Very unnatural. My only point was, I'm trying to think, I haven't, I think I've had one one night stand in my whole life. Like everybody else I've been with... Look, I thought we were going to plot. I don't, but I don't know why. Because I'm, I'm proud of him. Uh, for just for for the how I, few? No, I was I was happy for him that it happened. But oh. then on, at the same time, I'm happy that it had, didn't happen more. Because oh. a good job in two ways. Is it? Uh, yeah. What's wrong with banging around? Nothing. As but, long as everybody's uh, into it. it yeah. what's, what's and you matter? use protection. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I I just I like uh, Elliot's the kind of guy that I think he feels like he needs to get to know somebody first. Yeah. Oh Christ! Could you imagine those conversations? <laughs> and then I bought this camera. Oh God. Well, if they can get through that, you know, gauntlet, then they—that's—that's that's how he knows they're—they're yeah, they're ready. They're ready. Yeah, that's uh, good. All right, so you had your tests, I had mine. Also, right. if you're thinking about having sex with someone and they're talking about camcorders, maybe don't do maybe it. Maybe that's not the place to go to. That's uh, 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 that is not unlike Bangkok. And by that, I mean dangerous. dangerous. So I'm just saying that in the situations that I like, I was trying to think back. Was there, and there's only one time where that would even seem to be like the thing to do because by the time we had sex. We'd probably seen each other naked a few times doing other stuff before sex happened, or it was just we were kind of together. What do you mean by doing other stuff? Playing games, chess? Sure. Jump rope? <laughs> Jump rope. Sure. That's the, it's the best foreplay. <laughs> Right, gets get the blood flowing. And Garen, you like to do threesomes, so uh, jump rope's great. You can do two of you hold oh, yeah, one end, and the dutch. other double, yeah, double, double, dutch. double dutch. Yeah, sure. Right, with your cocks hitting your stomachs, <laughs> flop, everything's flopping about. Now wait, but that does bring up a good point because what Elliot was saying is like, if you're in a room and other people are having sex, then maybe they would be a little self conscious after the fact. So, have you ever seen the sh- the sheets uh, situation? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Again, you know why. It's not real. <laughs> it never happens. No, right. it's, it's it's one of those movie things. It's uh, it's like when you see somebody brushing their teeth in a movie, and they do it in a way that nobody's ever brushed their teeth <laughs> in their entire life. Or they're right. they're going manic in their mouth while they're also you know reading a book and opening blinds and trying to do a million <laughs> things at once. Now, what I would say is I have I I can't specifically think of this, but I think it's true that a woman has gone to the bathroom and come back out in a towel. That I've seen. I'm you almost positive. You've seen that in real life. I believe so. Yes. I feel confident. Well, that I guess that. after a shower, yes. I, after a shower yeah. or just freshening up as you would. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll go along with that. But again, the, the sheet thing is just that that's movie play. That's that, movie play. All right. There's a lot of things that they do in movies because if they didn't do it, it, it it's 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 both not normal if they it's not normal that they do it. But then if they didn't do it, it would be very like you would notice it more. For example, no one ever answer. No one ever ends a phone call 
normally in TV or film. No. It's always just like, all right, good. And then they hang up. It's like, no one ever says goodbye. There's never yeah. the, the normal wind down of a conversation. <laughs> like, okay, well then see you later. Because that's a fucking waste of time in a movie. Mm. But yeah, but it's still, but it's also jarring to not, you, you, it's a you're, little, you're, it's a little really? jarring. So nobody says goodbye, but it would <laughs> all, I think it would also be jarring if they did the whole rigmarole. <laughs> well, I don't need a rigmarole, but I think, uh, you know, see you there. Yeah. You know, instead of, uh, you know, uh, you know, the park three o'clock <laughs> click. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also the, um, uh, uh, Oh, what's the other one that's very common? Oh, the one that drives Danielle nuts is the, when somebody in a movie takes just a dry pill. They don't. They, they go, oh, I need to take yeah. my pills. They put three pills in their mouth and just, and then just swallow three pills like yeah. with no water. No. Yeah. No. No. That didn't happen. You need that water. You need that river. I've done it, but it's unpleasant. You do it when you have to. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, are you doing it because I've done it once or because I haven't done it more or because I did do it once? I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm just doing it to be a dick, to be honest. Well, honestly, I didn't know why I was clapping for it either. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I thought it was just fun. I believe I've done it once. I've done it several times where it's like uh, I'm in the car, Sometimes and you don't uh, have water, and uh, the little Zyrtec, uh, like oh my allergies are hit me, and then you just try to work up a bunch of saliva yeah. and, and hope to God you get it. But that's not what happens in a movie. There's no production. It's no like you're eating a piece of popcorn, right? And you know, well, not, I mean, you chew that, but uh, you By don't way, you don't just swallow anything. No, you you have to oysters, right? Oysters be maybe the only thing that yeah. you don't chew. You just kind of let it slide down your throat. Which I hate which which at that point, honestly, what's the point of that? Right. I guess a, there's a little f- taste as it goes in. Not supposed to uh, also make you horny, right? Isn't that the case right. with the mm-hmm. with the oyster? And it, I mean, I guess like any eating thing, if you if you are hungry and there's nothing else, if you eat enough of those, that will keep you alive i mean if you just need food i agree yeah but, but the fact that it's like considered this delicacy that people are like oh the oyster i that I, i've never understood it just yeah. seems gross let's get it let's get it through our mouths as quickly as possible and have plenty of them yeah right <laughs> and also it's expensive yeah for reasons i guess it's getting them out of the ocean and also ugh. yeah no it's yeah. just like a it's like a loogie it's like a loogie mm. i only had it one time at the uh this was very odd at the funny firm in chicago there was a uh the, the, <laughs> <laughs> all right this is a trend that stops right now but that was the perfect like no yeah. one's gonna no one else, well garen does he still has one he's allowed to do one he's not allowed and one. whenever no i said it's over uh i, I, I feel I, like that's unfair that he didn't no, never get to do it he doesn't get to do it he can do it in the break the reason why that was perfect is because you said you had it one time it was like the perfect oh, i understood joke. why it happened i mean you can't be mad at it it was great <laughs> I said no more. But I have to applaud the way you did it the one time. I said it's over. No, no more. All right, Garen, get yours in. If you just start clapping. Oh. No. Boy, boy. Did anybody expect to clap any different than that? It was a perfect Garen clap. It was perfect. Uh, I know my role. Anyway, here's the deal. This, yes. this ticket girl uh, uh, was attracted to me. And then in order to seduce me, she ordered some oysters for us to have. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll say this now. That wasn't necessary. No, that sure. was it. Was it was if it, it was going to happen? Yeah, I, I don't know why she thought anything. Twenty-four-year-old dude. Other than just saying, I would like to have sex yeah. with you. Great. Yeah, you want to go out to the car and make out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got us some oysters. So, so I'm sitting in the ticket booth. She's eating them. I, I took. I did one because it's like like, and it was the worst. You know. And again, it's like, why? Why are we doing this? The charade. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. We don't have to spend. You know. $17, whatever it was back in 
Mm-hmm. When would I have been 24, 91? Yeah, that's 90. So that uh, early in my, uh, that's when the funny firm was open, uh, early, my early comedy days. Mm-hmm. And uh, never did well there. Never did well at the funny firm. Hmm. Yet these girls wanted to bang around. Maybe yeah. they felt sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe he's good at sex. He's not good at comedy. <laughs> but that was like, that was like the hot room in town. Like Gil Martin would perform with her all the time. And, uh, and everybody would kill and I would go up and just struggle. I just, hmm. just never, there's just rooms like that. We're just, uh, it's interesting. you know, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. And then people, other people would go, oh, I go to the Zanies in, uh, Pheasant Run. I haven't gotten a laugh ever. And I'm like, I'm very well out there. But, so it's interesting. But pheasants I'm, have always loved you. I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'm all foul enjoys me. Yeah. Um, it's because you're so dirty. Uh, like a bird, dirty bird. Uh, hey, before I forget, uh, I got a, a, a Thanksgiving slash, I got a Black Friday slash Cyber Monday deal going on over there at jimmypardo.com. Yeah. Uh, in honor of our guest's new album, 55% off. Whoa. All, everything. Great. Everything. 55% off everything. Wow. And uh, you might even, I don't promise this for every package, but uh, you might even get uh, a, little, a little bonus. You might even get a little something in there. Sweet. 55% off everything. Head over there now. Uh, I think you got to use a code. And uh, you know what? We'll call it the Hagar. H-A-G-A-R. Okay. So use code uh, Hagar, and you're going to get 55% off uh, your uh, your uh, order. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our guest, by the way, is not Sammy Hagar. No. It is confusing that you, yeah. inspired by our guest's album, and then it's the Hagar. But I, they've seen the title of the episode. They know it's... Uh, yeah, they know it's Ellis Paul. Paul yeah. uh, the, uh, I did just buy my Sammy Hagar tickets for next, uh, next August. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm good to go for next August. Great. Yeah. Um, we were just talking not about that show, but it's, it's, it's always weird how you have to buy tickets so far in advance and then you're like, well, that'll be fun in the time it takes to create human life. <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, And I guess the reasoning is they want, bands want to announce early because they know you have limited funds right. and they want to, they want your funds. Right. They want to make sure that it's that. It becomes an arms race. Uh, Who can get in there first? Race. That's exactly right. All right, Gary, let's get our guest and uh, while we wait for that, we will. Up top, my brother. Oh, I wasn't supposed to clap anymore. You can, you can clap like that, Garen Sucks. <laughs> I welcome that kind of clapping. The, okay. the sarcastic slow clap from the movie mm-hmm. is I'm putting a, uh, is it moratorium? Moratorium. Is it moratorium. moratorium. Uh, all right, this t- comes to us from our friend Jason Klom. You yeah. know Jason? I, I do know Jason. Uh, here's the... Comedy on vinyl, right? Yeah. That was his uh, podcast, which mm-hmm. was wonderful. Let me find my glasses. Oh, here's a pair I haven't worn in a while. Are these the Balabans? Those are the Balabans. Oh, yeah. They're broken still. Uh, found the Balabans. First time in a long time. Yeah, I don't know if I still have that here. Oh, wait, it, here we go. It's fair if you don't. What happened to the short one? Dear Jimmy, in this box you'll find my latest book, We're Not Worthy. Somehow, it is not about vinyl comedy, but rather 1990s TV sketch comedy. Yeah. 
Uh, there are a ton of shows you've heard of, and so very many you haven't, usually for a good reason. But I think there are some pretty good stories in here from people like Adam McKay and other millionaires. I'm sure many of the names I've interviewed are former guests, so let me list all 150 of them here so you can double check. I won't do that. <laughs> but I did interview Carol Burnett and Bob Odenkirk. Uh, should that make you want to crack the book open? When you do, well, half of that does. Uh, when you do, I don't expect you necessarily understand why I wrote what I wrote to you on the title page. But if you do, I expect a gentle fuck you, Jason, as your reaction. Uh, though I make no guarantees. Should you wish to mention this on the show, that the book can be, uh, the book can be found, at, uh, found at Barnes & Noble or indie stores, uh, I wouldn't blame you, uh, nor would I seethe at the mention of the book's website, sketchcomedybook.com, which I bought because I still live in 1999. My best wish is to everyone in the room. You're all a friggin' delight. Sincerely, Jason Klom. Pronounced Klom in case it's been too long. Uh, so again, sketchcomedybook.com. And it's right here, Matt, the book. We're not worthy. Love the title. Love uh, the premise. And uh, I want to read this. Look at the oh, boy, the boy. book is beautiful. Look at Wow, the, that really is. Look at that beautiful uh, yeah. binding. I love yeah. that blue blue uh, edge, page edge. Uh, this is from uh, Kerry Kenny Silver from the uh, State and Reno. And I wanted Jason Klein does a beautiful job compiling this rich history of nonsensical fart jokes, ratty synthetic wigs, and stick on mustaches. <laughs> uh, and there it is. That's the uh, I never thought about it, but it's true that the 90s were a golden age of TV sketch comedy in a way that uh, wasn't really true before or since. Now, what did he write on the title page that he said was going to uh, upset me, right? Didn't he say something? Yeah. Did you go? Am I past? I'm past certainly it? past the title page. Is it just that little card? Well, it can't be. What Limited edition, right? It's for Lily, Katie, and Caden. That doesn't involve me. Why would I say fuck you to him for, for any of this? I'm very confused. Maybe you're going to say fuck you for making you think that he wrote something and then he didn't. And then I got to look through all 900 pages. Wait, can you read that part of his letter again? Yeah, I'm more than happy to do it. There's photographs in here as well, guys. Comedy bang bangs involved, it looks like. Well, probably just uh, like what's happening now. Later in 2012. Oh, yeah. So like what's happening currently. Hmm. Drunk history. Uh, There's a. Okay. Again, I don't. Maybe I got a thank you. Do I get a thank you? Maybe. Here, I'll, while you look for it, I'll read the thing. Well, I'm not going to look anymore. I'm going to tell you that. Because I, I was listening, but I was also thinking about Maybe songs. I, did, I put, did I put the emphasis on the wrong... Uh, should that make you want to crack the book open? When you do, I don't expect you to necessarily understand why I wrote what I wrote to you on the title page. But if you do, okay. I expect a gentle fuck you, Jason. At- oh, there it is. I, I skipped the page. Jimmy, this is comedy on vinyl. Jason Klum. Huh. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think you're wrong, Jason. Uh, anyway, get the book. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that really look, that's a, with Christmas coming up. That's impressive, too. Like, uh, that's a that's a that's the, a real book. That's a real book. I mean, that's a real. Yeah. Uh, somebody got published. Yeah. That that is a Columbo thinks that you killed them with the book book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this look, listen, to this. Yeah. This is uh, from uh, from In Living Color to Mr. Show, How 90s Sketch TV Changed the Face of Comedy. Uh, we're Not Worthy by Jason Klopp. All right. Well, thank you, Jason. Congratulations on the book. And yeah, everyone should congrats. go out and get this awesome. if you love comedy. This is, again, this is a great this is a great book for a husband or a wife who loves uh, yeah. comedy for Christmas. Great Christmas Perfect present. timing. I'll put Hanukkah it down there present. and never open it again. Because uh, <laughs> I don't give a shit about sketch comedy nor Adam McKay. Um, uh, that, none of that's true. This is for uh, comedy. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Our guest is here. Guest Skirin, is there an S? Uh, Rad, I believe Rad is uh, along with Ellis Paul. Rad's been here before. Yeah. 
And uh, we welcome him back, and Ellis is going to uh, hopefully do some songs off of his new album for us. Maybe he'll do a couple of classics for us as well. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll find out what happens. We'll dig deep. He's back on the road. Uh, but again, head to jimmypardo.com, 55% off. Use code HAGAR, H-A-G-A-R, and you'll get 55% off everything over there. And maybe even a little surprise. I don't promise that. I don't promise. You're not promising it, but you are talking about it a lot. <laughs> so if it doesn't happen, there will be disappointment. I make no promises. <laughs> uh, and of course, we've got Oliver's trivia. We'll do all that when we come back right after this. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me. And you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know. And I, all I can do is apologize. But I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yep. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as uh, much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if we, illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah. If you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know get this thing off the ground. Get let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a I, well, I don't know like a graphic designer maybe? I do. Okay. Well, wait, are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on. You said, look, I'm looking for yeah. uh, metal. Metal. What are the, what's that called? A metal worker? Um, 
someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge, are they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good uh, luck. Good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as BikeChain.com, uh, I don't own that. So don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life, that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. 3313 is said program. What's going on? I know something went weird with my fingers. Uh when you were pointing? Yes. It was not a good point. No, it was I will tell was, you that. It was bad. It was one of your poorest points. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, the room is full. Yeah. The room is full. It's full of energy. It's full of uh, guitars, guitar cases, accordions, accordion cases, backward hats. <laughs> <laughs> right? Rad's wearing these. He's going uh, Sam Jackson style with the, uh, with right. the Kongle. Uh, Kongle? Is that Kangle. Uh, Kangle? Kangle. Uh, yeah, let's call the whole thing off. Uh, <laughs> our buddy Ellis Paul is back. Hello, Ellis. Good to be here. Jimmy. Good to see you. And you brought uh, Rad with you. Yeah, Lokovic. Yeah. Lokovic. Yeah. Great being here again. Yeah. Good, Rad. Now lean back. Way too many white dudes in this room at the moment, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Want to get want to want to get our neighbors to come over here? Sure. Crisscross applesauce. <laughs> yeah. uh, you fellows are in town. You just did uh, McCabe's on Saturday night, which sadly I had. I talked about it. I had an allergic reaction to a pill. I could not make it. Wow. And I believe it's the first Ellis Paul McCabe show that I've missed since 2004. Wow. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, we missed you. Well, I doubt that. I don't no, think did. it affected yeah. play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think there was a? a, a, a a cloud over the room. <laughs> it just, yeah, we were a little sad that we just something we was good. missing. I you felt so right. Couldn't put my finger on. Well, now you know. Yeah. Sorry to sorry to uh, disappoint the the gazillion guitars on the wall. Uh, did you, were you sold out? Nice room. Yeah, we we sold it out, and it, it was it was great. Yeah, and it's a weird thing like it's still happening post uh, post COVID, but people buy tickets and then they don't show up. Oh, so we had like fifteen. 15 tickets sold that didn't that didn't show up but we still got paid for it so it was great (laughs) there were some empty seats but um but but the venue was sold out that's interesting why why would they not i mean listen we all make plans and then yeah it's uh, it's it's i thought earlier that they were just trying to support the musicians and hey it's we don't feel comfortable coming into a space with a bunch of people and that and so Mm -hmm. we're not going to show but it seems like that's that shouldn't be the case now, but maybe it is. Are you seeing masks uh, in the audience at all when you uh, perform? Yeah, a few though. Yeah, not like you know, it's like standard. Like you're on an airplane, you might see three or four people in masks, but it's it's about the same kind of thing with with shows. Are you doing a mask on the plane? I'm not. You're not. No. Are you? Uh... I can't remember what I did last. I yeah. think we, I think Oliver and I, that's my son, I think we started wearing them and then went, nah. Like, you know, once the meal came, we were, uh, right. then it's like, no, it's off. Yeah. Like, and then putting it back on seems like, man, what a weird thing to do. I haven't caught anything in a while. So, yeah, it feels, it feels a little safer, but maybe that's just an illusion. I, you know. Mm-hmm. Now they say that plane's actually the safest place to be, right? Isn't that the the, the rumor? Because well, it's, it's the a, apparently day. safer than the terminal. The terminal was mm-hmm. where it was being transmitted a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! The, the ventilation in the plane is good, so that you're getting 
you're, the it's air filtered. is circling through. Yeah. Exactly. Well, when I'm on my jet, I'm, on, I'm by myself anyway. So <laughs> oh yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Well, then why are you wearing a mask at all? Uh, yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I don't want people to know who I am. I'm going to the terminal. Uh, uh, oh, I see. You know, it's, uh, you know. he wears a ski mask. As well. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, problematic like my... with TSA, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but I still wear it. Uh, you gotta frisk this guy. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. Why is he that's... doing that? Uh, Elliot, that, uh, I've told the story on Jimmy's Records and Tapes. When I was a kid, we, uh, after school, maybe every once a month, we would get, our parents would give us some money. We'd go to Kmart uh, yeah. or Corvettes or whatever it was at the, near our house. And we would get Slurpees and popcorn and then be jackasses around the, the store. And one time there were, it was right around winter was about to happen and they had the ski masks that looked like superheroes. Remember those? Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. so Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man was the eye of the Spider-Man went on. And we're running around playing tag, wearing these masks. And we hear, security, get the guy in the Spider-Man mask. <laughs> and, uh, and I hid behind an ironing board. <laughs> That's how tiny I was. Oh, wow. That's what you do when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. You act like a jackass. Yeah. You, I forget, you have brothers and sisters. I do. I'm one of five. Um, and would you spend time, are you still f- close with them? Would you spend time with them? Or did you like uh, find friends immediately and, and, and bail? No, I, we still love each other. My, my mom just passed over this summer. And uh, so we, this was the first time we were all together in a long, long time. And it was a beautiful bonding thing. And my brother and I are really close. I'm close with most of my sisters. Um, and, you know, there's, I mean, a couple of them are swung Republican and 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 the rest of us swung liberals so there's a little bit like of that you know don't bring it up at thanksgiving kind of thing going on but mm-hmm. but yeah i love them all and uh yeah it's 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 great i feel like we're really close when you say swung republican do we mean you know the uh the jack kemp republican or the you know the ronald reagan or the Banana red hat. Uh, uh, the banana red hat. Uh, yeah, a couple of my sisters went in really? that direction. Yeah, yeah. One one lives in Texas and one lives up in Maine. But you know, we just try and avoid that subject, and then everything else is pretty cool. So um, I, I have a question about that, if I might. Okay. Um, so I was having a conversation with a friend of mine about this sort of thing, and my question to you about the banana red hat thing is are they are they all in QAnon believing things that aren't true or are they let's burn the whole thing down this nobody's better than anybody else I don't think there's conspirator kind of people it's it's more like you know we got a we got a sister who's very Christian and and it's mm-hmm. it's tied to sort of that version of sure. what Trump thinks he is they, they, <laughs> people, people thinks, yeah and they believe it they yeah. think he's a good Christian man it's like oh, somebody yeah. asked him to quote a single thing from the Bible once and, and you could just see this blank stare coming <laughs> right. over. oh shit I'm being called on this mm-hmm. you know and, uh, yeah I like all the Bible. There's a bunch of books. <laughs> yeah, right. Jason, right. Paul, they're all in there. Jeez, right. Jason, uh, his. Uh, I don't think he even reads his own books. <laughs> no, he, I think mine costs. Right, much. that's the only thing he's ever read. Yeah, right, bedside, it was on his bedside. Bedside reading. Yeah, uh, right it, before sex. Gets <laughs> <laughs> him going. He. Uh, they put out a statement. He and his uh, wife about uh, Rosalind Carter passing away, and it's clear. They had no part in it. Mm-hmm. Like it, because oh, you God. you have to think that Trump, based on what he said about the about service members, like with with Jimmy Carter and his wife building houses for people, like his line, what's in it for them? Right. Like that's yeah. his, that's what his go to on everything. God, he man. has to wonder why do the Carters do that? They 
Yeah, he's like the polar opposite of Jimmy Carter. Like yes. Jimmy Carter built houses for people who needed houses. Donald Trump like stole money from people <laughs> who were doing the construction work on houses, and uh, then like you know like charged too much for rent for you know and, and he was a slumlord basically. Yeah, and that's why the world is balanced. <laughs> yeah, we have a little. Yeah. When, we, when we lose Jimmy, the whole world is going to go to shit. What do you think? Good. We've been on Jimmy Carter watch now for a while. He's been Man. in hospice for months. Yeah. And it feels like once a lot of times when you're that old and you lose your spouse, it just that that's seems like that's, that's it. Yeah. I say within seven days. Wow. Yeah, I think it's going to be oh, quick. We're not going to make that. Put, put money on this. We're going to put some chips <laughs> no, down. No, I will. Say six and a half. You're, six and a half doesn't seem fair. That's, that's price and racing. Price and rating me. Uh, I think he's been. I think. I think he held on mm-hmm. to to, uh, to, uh, to be with her. I think he makes it to uh, through the holidays, and then and then we lose him in January. You think so? Yeah. Right before we came here, I just uh, we were at the the M, the coffee house on the yeah. corner, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, and I I saw a picture of their wedding photo. Oh wow! It's just, it just beautiful photo, and it must be I don't know maybe the forties, fifties. But they he's in uniform. He's in like a you know complete white uniform, sailor army kind of uniform, and. Uh, and she's in a bonnet, and she looks great. It's just a beautiful, beautiful photo. You're telling me the coffee shop in the corner has a photo of Jimmy Carter's wedding? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> on my cell phone. Oh, came up in your cell phone. Okay, very good. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what a weird thing to have hanging on the wall over there. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence. Hey, by the way, you got great art on the wall. So whoever does your your Thank design you. stuff is really super. We got a nice collection of fans that. Uh, uh, oh, is, is this fan art? It's all fan art. Yeah. Well, those are those are. Tour posters, those were commissioned, oh, but two up there as well. Oh, yeah, they look, yeah. They, but yeah, they look great. This really. is all fan stuff, and uh, cool. A lot of those are. I'm fan. blanking because of my uh, my various medicines. Michael my, Muldoon. Michael Muldoon. Yeah, he does all these. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then we got the, some other great uh, talents that uh, are kind Good. enough to send yeah. us. Yeah, uh, it looks a lot like you guys. So. Yeah, <laughs> some of them don't, and then people get very like angry. The one of me over there. Yeah, it's got your <laughs> snarl when you sing. I guess. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, that is what I look like. Yeah. I bet there's, there's probably another Thanks. one of you. What, what other years did you do this? I'm trying to remember. Well, the only other one he did is when they did when uh, Rad and Rebecca Lobey and Ellis recorded. Uh, I think "Kick Out the Lights." Oh, okay. Uh, for video, and then we pretended that it was uh, oh, live via satellite. Oh, oh, they weren't actually there. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're letting that one out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was clear when I think I asked a question that you didn't answer or vice versa. Oh, like, oh, right. like, whatever whatever response oh. was, uh, oh, the jig is up. He's yeah. just ignoring. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I actually I think about that often because it, uh, how funny it would have been like if, if I would have then popped into the video and it's supposed to be live and then there I am uh, and I'm like oh wait a minute uh, weird uh, I also by the way you, unbeknownst to you I quote you minimum once a week oh do you uh, really uh, I quote the line and I may have told you this last time you were here uh, life is what happens when you're busy making plans that's what John Lennon said then he quit the fucking band and I just think that's in my top five lyrics of all time. Nice. And uh, because of all the stuff with that new Beatles song and everything like that, it, uh, it's yeah. come up again. But it seems to present itself where I'm able to quote that once a week. Nice. So you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I give you credit. I will tell you that. Well, you know, I have to say, Jimmy, that I, I see people from your show almost every time I play, which is pretty amazing. That's nice. Yeah, it's 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 great. They, yeah, it's uh, great. They're very... I mean, look, they don't go to everything that I like, but... Uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, you know, nobody's rushing out to see Chicago, even though they're my favorite band yeah. based on my thing. But I think you come in here. I think Rebecca gets some folks in Vance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, we get talented people in here. I think, why wouldn't they? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And your comedians that come in. 
I mean, some of them don't need the help, but no, you know. well, well, we need their help. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's why we have them show up. Uh, we flip it around. Uh, something I was listening to. In fact, what I, I hate to throw you on the spot. Like the new album is fifty-five. Yeah. Uh, will you play the song fifty-five? Sure. And then I've got some questions to follow up on that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Red, you play. Do you get involved with this as well? Well, I'm. Uh, yes. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ray, you want me to dumb down the questions? The I'm all over the record, but yeah, 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 yeah. But I, 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 all right, I mean, are you going to play? I, I'm here. definitely going to play all over him and drown him out. Okay, <laughs> very good. <laughs> that makes sense. I just got to tune up a little bit. Is this you on, that's not you on the back? Is that you on the back? Yeah, that's me, that handsome dude Who else on the back. Yeah. It looks like uh, former presidential candidate John Kerry. Oh, a little bit. Doesn't and it? a little like Jeff Daniels, but I guess you yeah. do have a bit of a Jeff Daniels vibe to you. Yeah, I've heard that. Jeff Daniels. Rad agrees. Right? I've heard that before. I think that former president will get John Kerry. <laughs> well, I think, I, think they, I think the artist picked the wrong photo. All right, so we're going to hear 55 off the new album, 55, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, as, all, as all Alice's albums are, they, I recommend you get each and every one of them all the way back to first one home is that the first one? First one, oh god that, yeah that, that's like a cassette album from the 80s oh. man and my home um that's my second cassette album i don't count those They're why like, don't you count them well i did it when before like i felt like there was a professional level to the to the writing and the recording and the playing but they're not they're not bad i mean we we printed them up and onto cd now and I guess that doesn't matter anymore, but uh, there they are in my garage. (laughs) (laughs) We could open up this door and show you thousands of comedian CDs that uh, aren't moving. That's the beauty of of the day. Uh, So what do you what do you consider then your first album? If you don't count those Uh, two, some uh, it's called Say Something. Yeah, released in 1992, and uh, brought in a producer and and had Boston's Uh, best musicians on it: Patty Griffin and Duke Levine and. Bill Morrissey, who is sort of like the the greatest folk singer songwriter of the '90s in my mind, he produced it, and um, yeah, it came it came out great, and, and that got everything started for me nationally. And great, so all right, well, I'm ready. Here, Here we I go. Let's hear some off the new album. Then this is uh, this is 55 off 55. We call this the Hagar. Here it comes. I've lived through eight track tapes, DVDs. Vinyl records still in the sleeves Mixed cassettes I once believed Could keep a girlfriend crying Polaroids were just a trend Rotary phones won't spin around again Highway maps all came to an end And nobody saw them folding and me, I'm 55, just trying to figure out how I'm still alive. On a dusty highway, I once rolled my car. I walked away without a scar. Spent countless nights playing smoky bars, trying to find myself a little trouble. Whiskey sour, whiskey neat. One too many and you're obsolete Oh, I was living the dream on a lucky streak Nearly trapped like a ship in a bottle And I'm 55, just trying to figure out How I'm still alive Ran me 
McNally and the fax machine Milkman bringing home butter and cream Sears and Roebuck magazines Look when I out-survive Oh, I'm 55, just trying to figure out how I'm still alive. I can't remember where I got the call. Might have been St. Louis, might have been St. Paul. They've canceled every show through fall. Turn the bus round, boys, it's over. This virus don't care if you got mouths to feed Or about songs you're singing while the whole world's bleeding But you get to stay and John Prine's leaving Who's in charge of the order? Rand McNally and the fax machine Milkman bringing home butter and cream Sears and Roebuck magazines Look what I out-survive Oh, I'm 55, just trying to figure out How I'm still alive You fall in love, fall in lust Says fall to dust The only thing I've come to trust Is the sun's gonna shine Come morning Come morning Afterwards, uh, wonderful. It just—I've uh, said it before. It, it, you and Taylor uh, Goldsmith from the from Dawes are just. Uh, oh, thank you. Just, a, a just hit company. me so emotionally, man. I just thank beautiful. You. I just love it. Uh, this album you made during the pandemic, right? It, yeah. That it was a lot. I Taylor Swift, of course, did the two that are I think her two best albums, but. Um, 
and uh, and you so you're just sitting around doing nothing right so it just just yeah. there's an inspiration yeah and you know i'm i'm recording at home alone and uh fortunately the the beatles documentary came out it's night like 6 hours or something of of beatles in the studio so mm-hmm. i'd watch like 2 hours until i get got whipped up and then I felt like I was the fifth Beatle and I'd run downstairs <laughs> with whatever adrenaline was in my bloodstream and I'd work and work and work. And, and uh, you know, one of the songs on it is called Holy. And, um, you know, I worked for probably 100 hours just on that one song, trying wow. to get that instrumental break in between the, the verses perfectly right. And uh, and then we, after, you know, the, after the pandemic was you know, in decline, I, I went up to Woodstock, New York and mixed it and brought Rad in for the big gun stuff with them. Um, they have a, a beautiful grand piano in that studio and a Hammond B3. And, and uh, we, we did overdubs with him and then finished it up. Uh, and Holy, is that's a piano song, but so you yeah. cannot do it here today. Can't, yeah. We, we, we didn't have a piano with us, but we got the accordion. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to hear me play the accordion, and try and, but Rad's pretty great on it. So uh, Agree to agree. <laughs> um, you mentioned in this song, and it, it sounds like it's mostly about your life. Yeah. Uh, but at the end, you say that you uh, met somebody and you had a child. Yeah. You have a new child? No, it's, you're going it's, back to your. I'm going back to yeah. yeah okay. The, to the. And you have two. I have two. Yeah. Are they twins? No, they're not. They're uh, they're. I just couldn't put children. It just <laughs> went, it didn't rhyme or right. something <laughs> like you know. I, t- I and I told them both like, okay, you get this song because I mentioned a child on this one and I mentioned a child on that one and and that's you and that's you and so they they each get one. Um, I, if I'm remembering correctly, and I, I'm guessing I'm not, because again, I'm, I'm on a medication that's ruining my memory, which is uh, I great like to be on. This is great. Um, <laughs> I think they're either on, my son is 16. I want to say they're either 17 or 15. They're, they're, they're girls. 16 and 19. Oh, they're 19 already. Yeah. I've got a sophomore in college at James Madison oh, University. Oh. Smokes. Yeah. And did they, were they living with you prior to, to going off to college? No, they live with their mom for the most part. And, okay. uh, you know, I'm, but I see them every day when I'm home. And, uh, oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, even at, when uh, she's not away at college? Oh, yeah. You know, she's only 45 minutes away. I don't see her every day, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm there maybe once every couple of weeks. I stop. Oh, that's great. Have, have that's what I want for my son. I want him to go locally. So when I'm lonely and sad, I can say, <laughs> yeah. let's meet for lunch. And it's, then it's catching the cradle the end of that song. Right. He's <laughs> right. too busy for me. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure that's going to be the. the yeah, the blowback's going to happen at some point in their 20s. They're going to say, where were you? Yeah. <laughs> you were gone. Uh, we're, uh, what is she majoring in? I got to say English, just like her old man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do, do they have musical in uh, them? Do you see the, either of them going uh, in the same direction as you? I don't know. Uh, you know, I've, I don't think so. My, my youngest daughter, you know, she stole one of my electric guitars. She stole one of my amps. She stole one of my acoustic guitars. And she tells me she's playing um, a little bit every day. But she's an artist. She wants to be an artist when she graduates. And, um, and my oldest daughter, I don't, I don't think so. She, she's told me she wants to be an actress, but she's... There's no drive towards that. Uh-huh. You know, she's just like a sort of fantasy land with it. But maybe, you know, I don't know. Did you know you wanted to be a comedian when you were 16? I mean, when did, when yeah. did I? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I mean, I wanted to be Michael J. Fox, you know, or, yeah. or before that I wanted to be, you know, Chris Makepeace or Lance Kerwin. I wanted to be whatever young guy was happening. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's, we found when we were cleaning out, my, when my mom passed away, we found a, um, I wish she was moving. 
we found a photograph, a drawing that I made in third grade where we were supposed to write what we wanted to be. And it was a microphone with a light hitting it. So apparently I did. Wow. wow. Now what that means is, I don't know, did I want to be a singer? Did I want to be a stand-up? I don't know what it means. Yeah. But clearly I wanted to be Our light in the guy. spotlight. <laughs> Our light guy. <laughs> what if it was that? Shit, I missed my calling. I should have been up in the rafters. Uh, so I guess so, didn't you? I mean, well, no, you wanted to be a runner or something, right? Didn't you? Yeah, well, I thought, you know, yeah, until I realized how much work that was going to be. I mean, <laughs> the, that lifestyle is so, so, so hard. But, but when I was 20, I picked up the guitar and started playing. And so the fantasy started kicking. And then the fantasy became open mics and I was just sticking my toe in. And then suddenly I was swimming in it. And then, but there was a time when my dad, you know, he was 20, I was 26 years old. And my dad said, you got to stop. You can't keep doing this. Really? Yeah. Like, what's your what's your B plan? Right. He was like, you got to go back to grad school. You got to get a job. You got to figure this out. Because in his, you know, it had nothing to do with me really. It just he couldn't he couldn't see the rabbit hole. I mean, at twenty six, I, I knew who I was, and I knew you know that I was going to be sitting here with you thirty years later t- right. talking music and talking shop. But with him, it was like I think his what he was really trying to say was please don't live in my basement. That was the whole, <laughs> that was the whole thing. And then like, you know, he came around when I started making more money than him. And uh, I think the first show that he saw me play uh, down in Boston, you know, I, it was a little theater, a thousand people and it sold out and he came down and saw it. And I think it was, he, I think he was a bit stunned. He had no idea that what you, was happening right. really, you know, cause I didn't sit down and say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm really, around Boston um, nobody else knows who I am yet but I didn't tell him anything I just said come down to the show if you'd like and uh, he did with my mom and they were blown away that's awesome and then yeah. did, did then he had a change of tune did he, he uh, did yeah yeah they both did and eventually like there was a main day at Fenway and I was singing the national anthem for a Red Sox game and they came down for that and it was on their anniversary and so there were there were a lot of special moments with my music that's and, awesome yeah so what did cool. your dad do for a living well, he was a potato specialist. Which means what? He was a scientist that uh, advises potato farmers on how to get a better crop of potatoes. So he was working for the Extension Service in an agricultural states, Minnesota, North Dakota, and Maine, and we'd, we'd jump around with him wherever his job was. And yeah, so I ate a lot of potatoes as a kid, man. <laughs> I worked in the fields. I was like bringing in the crops. It wasn't wasn't like cotton but it sucked yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> wow that's fat and so he probably saw it too as a way like like almost like our friend john ross bowie what's the name of his book uh, no job for a man no job for a man he yeah. may have thought that as well about oh like, sure yeah yeah uh, he looked at me i remember in the seventh grade i had to make a decision between joining joining stage band or joining the basketball team like where where was my energy gonna flow and I said, I'm going, I'm going stage band. I, he kind of looked like me, like I just told him I was gay or something. <laughs> like he was questioning my sexuality or something because I would choose this, you know, music yeah. thing over basketball. <laughs> or they have cheerleaders in basketball. You know that, right? right. <laughs> but there's also girls in stage band. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, right. I, uh, can I ask a question about potatoes? Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. I'm sure. So I learned maybe a year ago that potatoes and tomatoes are related, and that the the fr- if you let a potato grow, the fruit is like really poisonous. In all your experience of dealing with potatoes, did that come up? Did anybody accidentally eat a potato fruit or anything like that? I don't think so. Okay. No, I didn't even know those things. Okay, fair enough. But my father would have known. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. 
we didn't talk about music and and he didn't talk to me about potatoes. <laughs> he just said, go bring those potatoes out of the, I mean, I had to pick all of his research plots. Oh, wow. My grandparents owned a potato farm in Maine, 140 acres. I mean, we just sold that just a few years ago. Oh, wow. It's been in the family since the Civil War. And, wow. You know, so there's potato farmers going deep into my history. And wow. uh, the family sells it. Is there any infighting on how much everybody gets? No, everyone's been, been great. My family, I like, you know, most of my siblings are, are wealthy. So, you know, my sister's husband helps run Burlington Northern Railroad. And oh, wow. my brothers have been retired since he was 48. And, oh. and you know, and uh, so they don't really need the money. And I don't, I'm, you know, I'm, that's not the currency I deal with. My currency is, is, you know, adventure and hanging out and making enough to feed everybody. And, I you know, I never chase the dollar. So, um, it, yeah, money thing has been really easy. Wow, good. One of those families where it doesn't really matter. Terrific. Um, uh, you mentioned in that song as well about the uh, uh, playing in the smoky bars. And when I heard that, it just reminded me of how how lucky we are now that they don't smoke in these oh, clubs yeah. anymore. How oh. different it is, right? Yeah. I, remember, I was in Paris not too long ago, and uh, there were still no rules there. It's smoking, and, and, and I walked into this place I was going to be playing at, and I felt like as I was walking, I was carving like a tunnel in the shape of my body. Right. <laughs> it was that, <laughs> yeah, it was so awful. And then you're like, you know, oh, for the next three days, gross. you can't wash it off. It's, it's, yeah, I'm so oh. grateful for that. Oh, remember yeah. the seventies and eighties and oh. it was a smoke fest. You get in the shower and just watch the tobacco get out of your hair. Just so <laughs> yeah. nauseating. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how are you received when you work uh, over in, uh, overseas in Paris and, and that sort of thing? Oh, it was great. Like, you know, uh, I don't get, over there often so when people come they're like they carry in my cds for me to sign them in person so you know i was playing the room full of people that were fans just like here but but it was like their one chance to see me in a decade so they were going to be there and and uh, so yeah it's really it's pretty cool to go over there knowing that my my songs have done all the promotional work over the decades and and collected all these people and and then i just go see them once in a while i haven't been able to tour much in europe because of the kids you know i want to be home for them and right it doesn't make sense to to leave and go to europe and and just come back after the weekend's done you know you have to spend like two or three weeks there to make it worthwhile financially and so i i just you know i barely go over there at all um the uh Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I had a question. It's the drugs. It is. I, I, and here's the sad part. I don't know which medication it is that's affecting my memory. That's, and that's not the joke. Like, I don't, the joke isn't, I don't remember which one that is. I truly don't remember which one it is. But one of them is, it's, uh, it's, it's affecting both my long and short-term memory, which wow. is great for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> which is perfect. Uh, you're going to have to just improv your way through everything. Uh, I try, I, and you then, can't rely on the bits. That, well, nobody wants to hear my bits anyway, <laughs> which is a, a positive thing. Uh, the only positive thing to come out of it. Um, what uh, when you when you would go overseas? Did you bring Rad with you? Is it a solo event? I did last time. You did. Uh, yeah, you went over there. He got that hat in Ireland just yeah, a couple I of weeks taken ago. It off. Oh, you? I, I sleep in this. Hat. Yeah. <laughs> it looks flat. It, cha it changed my life. This hat did. <laughs> uh, you guys were in Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did. You know, I do. I lead vacation trips with with fans of mine, and uh, we did a. A tour up into Homer, Alaska, on a cruise ship with about 150 of my fans, and we get you know private shows just us on the mm -hmm. ship, and then took two buses across the state to Homer, and I did two shows at Alice's Champagne Palace. I have a song about that place, right. 
And then um, we just did Ireland, uh, he and I together, Rad and I. Um, we spent 10 days there with a group of about 25, 30 people. Oh, and, wonderful. And a little bus, and we go to the all, we went to the Cliffs of Moore, we went to Dingle and Cork, and uh, it was just fabulous. And then we have Irish musicians come in and play for us. And wow. then occasionally he and I play at night as well. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. If anyone wants to take a little tour. And then the next trip is going to be to Norway. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have one in Ireland in April and then uh, a ship to Norway in the fjords. So you're doing the ships cool. post-pandemic. Uh, I know a lot of folks yeah. are afraid to get back on them because uh, yeah, they think I, they're like the Petri dish of COVID. Uh, I guess they are, but it's, it's um, you know, the industry is starting to rebound now and, and uh, it's safer and safer. And I think, you know, every event that I've, I've gone to or been a part of has had some co covid backlash afterwards there's always a few people Somebody that, that have picked it up i just we just did a, a conference for folk musicians in in new england and uh a few people caught it but fortunately we didn't as uh, far as we know i can't afford to check <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the 13 bucks for the, for, the, uh, for the test we probably have some left over oh man yeah, i don't know if they're still good but yeah we don't uh yeah we used to test all of our guests when they came in here we yeah. used to make them do a little test out there and uh now of course we don't the world's changed uh you uh when you do the cruise ships and this is what's always fascinating maybe we talked about this before but in my brain it's always like ellis paul's doing a cruise the whole boat's you no. That's not the case. You guys no. are just, you guys are living your lives. If somebody is just on the cruise ship, my mom, but my dad and his wife are on the cruise. Uh, could they come to your show? Or is it? Uh, well, if it was your moment, I would, I would obviously <laughs> let them in. But no, no, nobody on the outside can come in. It's just us. They cannot. What, yeah. But what if somebody said, this looks interesting. I'd like to learn about you. You still say no, thank you. You say no, because it, it, people have paid a premium uh, to just have that experience with me alone. So we can't. We can't bring other people. Okay. It wouldn't be fair to the people that paid. That's but, true. But Radislav does one to Croatia. He, yes. He's and, from Croatia. And that's a, we do have the whole boat. It's a small boat. It's a luxury yacht. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. And it's uh, 38 people, 19 cabins. And so we do own the entire boat. And, and it's it's quite awesome. It's got to be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. yeah. Uh, driving by like yeah. the places where Game Game of Thrones was, you know, yeah. filmed. Uh, wow. Yeah, like there's great. a pretty much all of that is the Dubrovnik of course is King's Landing and then Split is the dungeon beneath uh, Diocletian's palace is where the dragons were raised you know? <laughs> and then all these various islands huh. and valleys were like some of the you know you see guys on horses and scimitars and stuff you know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah. now I, I'm not an idiot there's no yeah. such thing as dragons right <laughs> well, no, they, they, they used real, real dragons we had the dragon oh they used dragons oh you did a dragon tour yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're small right now but they're, they're doing well oh it's yeah. good alright well they'll grow just like uh, the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm just hearing my own voice. Uh, do you want to know this song? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, uh, what do you want to do? We're going to do Golden California. All right. This is also off the new album, 55. Uh, and you, so it's 55. You stole the Adele idea of using your age as the title. Yeah. Why not? It worked for her. Yeah, right? <laughs> you ever see her in concert, by the way? I haven't, but, you yeah. know, how can you not blown away by her I she's mean, amazing i and and i gotta say taylor swift is like i've oh, somehow over time i've been sucked into that vortex and i love what she's doing as well it's like you know my kids it's funny my kids sophie was like i got on the grammy ballot you know for the first time and uh and uh i had to break my 
heartbreak to my daughter that I didn't get nominated. Um, but, you know, Paul Simon was in my category. He got nominated. Joni Mitchell was in my cat- category, and she got nominated. And, and uh, so I didn't make the, the, the cut this time. And, and, um, and I, I said, honey, have you ever heard a Paul Simon song or, or Joni Mitchell song? She said, I think I've heard Joni Mitchell a few times because I, I know I've, I've played Joni Mitchell before. But I said, you haven't heard Paul Simon, huh? So I played Bridge Over Troubled Water for her. And it, it's the best, the best part of my relationship is watching her listen to songs that I grew up with that I love. Like she, I was watching her listen to uh, Bridge Over the Trou- Troubled Water and, um, and she, she was teary-eyed at the end of it and she put it on her playlist. I didn't have to say a word about it. It was, you know, just so powerful. And then she will play me a Taylor Swift song and I'm like, oh, I gotta say, I think that's pretty damn great. It's, uh, she has, Matt and his family have been all in on Taylor Swift for years. Oh, you're Swifties. Yeah, my, I have a daughter who's 15, so. Yeah. yeah. And But I actually, I think even before she was old enough to know what was happening, I think my wife and I were probably listening to it too. So yeah, it's just, it actually weirdly reminds me of you yeah. It's like she's a storyteller, you know, and that's like she that's is, what yeah. grabs me. Her uh, acoustic stuff is, yeah, I'd be proud to write those songs. And, um, you know, and she doesn't have to write commercially when she does. She's working with like the best co-writers and producers and you get, you know, Shake It Off and songs like right. that, Trouble, and the, which are phenomenal yeah. pop songs. Yep. But then she can just take all that off off of the docket and just sit down and write an acoustic song and it's as, as good as any folk song that's yeah. you know ever been written oh my god she's, she's just she's got the whole game going on and mm-hmm. and then she seems like she's kind of got her shit together too like she's not messed up maybe the anything. nicest person <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah like yeah. Uh, yeah it's like i can't wait for the the dirt <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't seem to be like yeah. you know they try to find dirt on her and mm-hmm. it's she's just kind of squeaky clean straight sheer yeah. and yeah. yeah. Although it can't be all those dudes' faults, all these breakups. Right? <laughs> it, it can't all be their fault. Uh, we, uh, by the way, we promised our listeners we would stop talking about Taylor Swift. Look, with, have we done? He a, brought it up. There, he brought her up. Guest brings it up. That's not our fault. Oh, yeah. I didn't know this was an obsession. We. Uh, here's what happened. He won't <laughs> shut up about her. Yeah. I then, when Taylor Swift played at the SoFi, uh, there were. Uh, I found my wife and I found. Well, I found cheap tickets. Believe it or not. And he got like called. He, you know, you win the lottery to to get the chance to buy them face value, and you won that lottery. I don't know why. I don't know to this wow. se- to this second. <laughs> I don't know why amazing. I got that text. So Weird. I I was at, I was at my computer. Uh, hey Taylor Nation, you, uh, <laughs> ten o'clock tickets go on sale, and I'm like, it's five to ten. I'm at my computer. I don't care about Taylor Swift, but I'll be goddamn not going to buy these tickets. <laughs> and I should tell you this: I didn't give a shit. Wow. And so we bought the tickets. My wife and I went. Uh, it's in my top five favorite concerts of all time. Wow. I have now seen the movie wow. three times. <laughs> Seriously? Dude, I've gone bananas. Wow. I've gone nuts for Taylor Swift. I'm doing a little detoxing What right do you now. wear when you go to the movie? Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I wear my pink hat, my okay, pink cowboy hat. Yeah, there's something, yeah. right? And my hi, it's me, I'm the problem t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, I, did I get that right? Did I get that sort of? Hi. Uh, is that I want one? one of those t-shirts. I do too, actually. Yeah, that's, uh, that's That That would be funny. To uh, what's, the, what's the actual lyric? It's me, hi, I'm the problem, that's it's me. It. It's me, hi, I'm the problem, that's me. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that. Hopefully that'll be under the tree for Christmas for me. <laughs> I know you put it on your list. I did put it on my list. And you've been a good boy. <laughs> have I? I don't know. I think I have. Uh, all right, here we go. This is Golden California. This yeah. is off the new album.
love like it's my hometown But I wasn't born here Was never a quarterback last chance Hail Mary trying to get out of here But if I ever lay roots down This is my sacred ground Ah, it's one mile straight shot Two by the black top Dirt through the redwoods Out to the last rock Come see the gold In California It's like God's own painting, baby I'll be there waiting for ya Oh, take a jet plane Dirt road, wagon wheel Westbound train that's waiting for ya Come see the gold California High over Big Sur Sunset dripping in deep blue It's like an X on a map Like a best kept secret That waits for you in a cotton dress It's blowing through your head On oh, waves and wind like a flag I'd follow you anywhere oh, It's one mile straight shot Two by the blacktop Dirt through the redwoods Out to the last rock Come see the gold In California it's like God's own painting, baby. I'll be there waiting for ya. Take a jet plane, dirt road, wagon wheel, westbound train. It's waiting for ya. Ah, oh, come see the gold in California. Oh, California. Hippies acting all trippy, riding Rue One, sitting out the quake. Oh, East Coast schemers and Rust Belt dreamers are headed west, boy, for that axle breaks. It's one mile straight shot, two by the blacktop, turn through the redwoods, out to the last rock. Come see the gold in California. It's like God's own painting, baby. I'll be there waiting for ya. Oh, take a jet plane, dirt road, wagon wheel, westbound train that's waiting for ya. Ah, oh, come see the gold in California. In California. say this you're sounding better than ever 
Oh, thanks, man. Your Thank uh, you. your voice sounds crystal clear, and you went through a little f- phase where you were having trouble with your voice. Am I wrong S- about that? Still am. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, I have some vocal damage, so I don't sing with the same tone that I did when I was, you know, in my twenties, thirties, and forties. But but like I've learned how to, you know, write with the voice I have, mm-hmm. and. Um, and uh, you know, I think I'm writing better than ever for sure. And 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 over time, the voice has opened up. Like this new version of my voice has opened up, and it's mm-hmm. and it's airy and it's kind of gritty. And you know, like I said when I was doing this album, I was trying to feel like I was doing a Beatles record. You know, like I was like uh, the fifth or sixth Beatles. You know, I guess Pete Best is the fifth Beatles. So. <laughs> So I was like thinking like in terms of the Beatles and arrangements and background vocals and then the record comes out and I get all these all these reviews and uh, almost like 70 80% bring up Cat Stevens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like Cat Stevens, really I was shooting for the Beatles and I, I'm getting back Cat Stevens like nobody brought up the Beatles at all. Uh, but Cat Stevens is a genius. Oh, He's I love him. Yeah, I love yeah. him, but um you know that's not what I was shooting for. But then <laughs> then um Rad said, well, maybe you should listen to T for the Tillerman and see if, if it's, and I put it on and, and it sounded like an Ellis Paul record. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so there's, uh, yeah, I guess he's, he somehow snuck in there. At least I got the country right, you know. This, <laughs> <laughs> uh, true or false, the, uh, the hardest I've ever cried at a concert was uh, seeing Cat Stevens. True or false? Oh, true. True, 100% true. Really? Uh, wow. he, he opened up with uh, Where Will the Children Play? Oh, yeah. And I immediately was like, oh, good God. <laughs> and then this is when he came back to, to the States yeah. after 40 years or something. And then when he did uh, Father and Son, and I mean, there was not, uh, even my wife, who's not a Cat Stevens fan, I look over, she's crying. Like, yeah. it, it just was, we were in the sixth row and it just was unbelievable. And his voice, I mean, he opens up his voice and, uh, it, you know, it's that he's got the that believability factor. You know, he's being honest and yes. earnest, and and uh, there's no bullshit attached to it. You know, it's not. There's no pose. Yeah, so boy. it's really super vulnerable. Yeah, it's he's he's great. One of the best. He's uh, he's got a brand new album out that I uh, oh. admittedly have not heard yet. I, don't know. Uh, I think it came out last week. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, I think. Garen, am I right about that? Cat Stevens, Yusef slash Cat Stevens. He uses both names now. Oh, remember for a little while he just used Yusef. Right now he's Yusef. He's he's embracing ah, who he right. was. I probably for ticket sales. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guess. He does have a new album out. All right, and it's called Sir King of a Land. King of the Land. King of a Land. Of a Land. Wow. Land. All right. Huh. Well, we wish him luck. He said, you, you know, uh, he's probably doing all right. It's classified as a children's religious album. No, oh, guess who's not going to buy that? That <laughs> <laughs> just uh, unticked two boxes for me. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Yeah, I haven't even heard, or heard any of it. And uh, Anyway, who cares? Uh, all right, you know what time it is? It's time for... Oh, Rad, there's a song playing that you can't hear. All right, so here's again, here's the deal. My son, my 16-year-old son, Oliver, writes the trivia question. Uh, he's down, by the way, in uh, Irvine, uh, touring a college today. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, University of California, Irvine? Is that uh, Chapman. Chapman. It's a uh, okay. film make, film school. Cool. Uh, at least that's what they specialize in. I, I don't really know enough about it. Uh, I'm here. Uh, you're only allowed one parent. Oh. Same with UCLA. You're only yeah. allowed one parent. I don't know why that they do that. It seems like both parents should be able to... What if, what if it's, you're divorced or whatever, like even? Yeah. Right, you should right. both be able to weigh in or at least 
have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess you got to take the tour separately. Uh, you know, creepy, creepy guy <laughs> yeah, going alone. Just here alone. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's up? Thinking about coming back. <laughs> All right, here's your uh, here's your topic again. It's it's Final Jeopardy style. I'm going to give you the subject, and then uh, you guys. Uh, that's where you place your bets. Okay. Holidays on TV. Hmm. Holidays on TV. Boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. That could mean a lot of things. Okay. Absolutely mean a lot of things. So I'm going to okay. Holidays on TV. Our friend Elliot was in the Pee Wee Herman uh, holiday true. special in the '80s. It's true. What if it's that? What if that's the question? <laughs> Which cast member <laughs> of Never Not Funny? I was. I was a singing marine. Oh wow. Yeah, I was in the opening. You don't know this. He's got a beautiful voice. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, Most days, yeah. He's, he's got a beautiful voice. You don't think you do today? Is that now that, now that I put you on the spot? <laughs> yeah, are you coming down with something? I heard you. No, no, no. Okay. Can he do Ave Maria or something? Uh, can, how many oh. people? Ave Maria. Not bad. Rad is impressed. Wow. So, no, he can't. <laughs> um, <laughs> you want to do, those, do your Stone Temple Pilots? Do, uh, do that. Oh, don't make him do that. <laughs> Follow up on the famous people is cool. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when Stone Temple Pilots put out the word that anybody could audition? Uh, you no, sent I don't a tape. That. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. He sent in a tape. Yeah. And I played it for these jackasses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. And I wonder been... how supportive they were. We have not stopped <laughs> making fun of him since then. <laughs> yeah, some things you don't let out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. It sounded that great. It just wasn't you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, have, you, have, you have a great singing voice, and that was you trying to be something that isn't you. But it still sounded good. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, all right. Well, here's the question. Yeah. I put my glasses okay. on like a moron. Uh, hang on. I already want to write down Bowie and Bing Crosby. Crosby. Oh, well, let's find out. All right, here we go. What TV show holds the record for having the most viewed Thanksgiving episode of all time? Oh, boy. What TV show holds the record for having the most viewed Thanksgiving episode of all time? I'm going to write down... First thought, best thought, maybe. Same here, yeah. it uh, it, It may be my only thought. I didn't think much beyond the one thing I thought of in the rundown. Oh well, I think we're all thinking the same thing. Maybe, and but maybe not. We maybe may not. all be. Uh, no, I'm. I, I'm fifty-fifty that I'm wrong. Half and half, huh? Yeah. Hang huh? <clears throat> on, I'm losing my voice. Like, I'm thinking of a show where where it would be it, but I don't. I'm not thinking of a particular episode. So, mm. oh, so oh, it's interesting. I, yeah. it's I would think it would have to be something in the '70s when there wasn't much competition, when it was four channels, like you know, Mash. I, I know. totally know what it is. You do? Oh. <laughs> Are you oh, right? right? Write it down then. He doesn't I, know yeah, if he's right. Yeah, yeah. You know you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. Cocky yeah, son yeah, of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a Croatian laughs> puts a hat on. He thinks he's the king. Here. Croatian mafia. You got to travel with this bullshit? Every day. You got to be in a car with this prick? Wow. God. Do you guys fly together or you guys come from two different places? Uh, we flew we together flew this together. time. We That's went. Fun. We drove down to my yeah. place oh, and we flew from Charlottesville. You did? Yeah, but occasionally he lives in Chicago, so. Oh, what part of Chicago are you in? Well, I'm in the Burbs, in Palatine. Up in the Upper Northwest. Upper Northwest. I grew up in the south suburbs of Chicago. did. I had an account back in the day. Uh, when I worked for MCA Records, Flipside Records uh, was one of my accounts. And so I would go to Palatine uh, once a week. Wow. Is that yeah. interesting to anybody? Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> rad. Yeah. But you weren't there then. You weren't in Palatine no, in the I, I uh, in the 80s. There. I'm there because of my wife, essentially. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, wonderful. But Do you have kids, Red? I love it. No kids. You don't need them, huh? The, this this vagabond lifestyle of yours? Nieces and nephews. Then scram. Yeah. I get it. Uh, all right. Listen, let's take a break. Yeah. Right, we'll come back, we'll get more music, mm-hmm. we'll get the answer to this, we'll find out how these guys are doing, yeah. and we'll do all that when we come back, right after this. 
Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Ellis Paul is on social media at Ellis Paul Songs. You can also go to his website, ellispaul.com to find all things Ellis Paul there. He's got a Patreon style thing if you want to support him and uh, check out, uh, you know, he does like live shows, live stream shows and stuff like that, which is really fun. But most importantly, check out his new album, 55. That is available wherever you get your music, uh, streaming or physical product. You can also probably get this on his website if you uh, want to order a CD. But check it out. It's a fantastic album. I enjoy it quite a bit. And you will too. And you'll hear some songs. Maybe you've already heard a couple songs and you'll hear a couple more on this episode. So check that out. Check out Jimmy Pardo. He's uh, going to be at Flappers uh, this Friday, the 24th of November, doing stand-up comedy in the Yoohoo Room. And then he's hosting Pop Cultured at the UCB Theater on the 9th of December with special guests Paul F. Tompkins, Chris Grace, and Martha Kelly. That's going to be awesome. Uh, you should check that out at ucbtheater.com. And then uh, we are at Sketchfest. Jimmy and I are going to San Francisco for Sketchfest on the 28th of January. 3 p.m. matinee show at the Gateway Theater. Go to sfsketchfest.com for tickets to that and uh, all the other stuff. You can always find uh, Jimmy's stuff at jimmyparter.com. Click the tour link and enjoy. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wallet's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other are – are you at the – wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah where are they yeah. where are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional are broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Uh, listen, this is, you You know this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, hey, this is good stuff. Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. 
and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, I, in the I 16 imagine, years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right. Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else. Right. No, that, oh, no, that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, 3313s, the episode number, Alice Paul is here. Rad Lokovich is also with us. Uh, Lorkovich. What did I say? Lokovich. Lokovich. What did I say? Is it Lorkovich? Lorkovich. 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 He wrote the Lorkovich. Lorkovich. I said Lokovich. Right. Yeah. I, I forgot the R. Like if you mentioned it all, quite frankly. <laughs> right? Our guest is Ellis. He brings along this fucking side piece. I got to tolerate this weird confidence on this trivia game. Nobody's ever been confident like this, the way oh it's coming God. out. It's like an overlord. I'm not going to tolerate it. If he has the same answer as me, I almost want it to be wrong, even though I would. Yeah. <laughs> just because yeah. he's so Have you ever wanted somebody to be more wrong? <laughs> Never. Like, that's the confidence. And as I said off the air, uh, if he does win, I'm putting the $5 on my foot and kick him in the balls with it. Yeah. That's how I received it. That's our new Joker's wild style. I'm, right. I'm, I'm bracing myself. Yeah. He flew out in first class. You know, he's got some United. Oh, is that right? Thing. Yeah. Wait, so. you sat back in steerage? Yeah. He yeah. had like. Boarding group six, you know, I had one, <laughs> that's a, that's right. Right. I had one a, and I was like, hi, see you later. Uh, yeah. but he can board with you. No. Yeah, well, yeah, he, could. yeah, he well, can board with you. If yeah. you're together. I didn't, oh, I didn't together. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, the overlord wins. <laughs> Good for you. Right. <laughs> then you wave as he walks past with the filth, sits back there with keep the rest of the garbage. Yeah. Um, I uh, I only fly first class now. I don't uh, I don't go back there in steerage. I just can't uh, be back there with your people. Yeah, it smells. It's funny. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. I'm always for some reason because we always try and get the cheapest flight uh, when we're booking me around the country, and then I'm against the wall in the very back of the plane, <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the, the, the seat can't recline, and the Ow. the bathroom smells, and yeah, the worst. You're a tall <laughs> dude. You, uh, you I mean I'm I five know. four and I'm cramped. You have to be miserable. Yeah, it's awful. I hate flying. Yeah, it's the worst. In fact, my neck on my guitar broke. Oh, no. On, on this trip. It's, Did it really? No, that's no. on you. That's on you. Oh, yeah, I hear that's your fault. <laughs> it, well, no, it, but but yeah. had you had the upgraded ticket, you could have taken it on the plane. Right. They, been I got the cheap ticket, and yeah, they forced that, so me that to check it, in, and but, then yeah. I didn't... You're supposed to... Just loosen the strings before you take it on because the air pressure and the and the plane can oh and it just yeah it snapped yeah and so yeah. it's it's hanging in McCabe's right now getting a 
glue job. Are and, they doing it up? Yeah, yeah, it's it's oh, going to be nice. fun. How many? This is like your ninth guitar that you've broken on the uh, the right. Well, yeah, the same the, guitar the same like guitar nine times. Broken. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. but well, it still sounds great. Once, is that the one that you have a name for it? Guinness. Guinness. Yeah. Guinness. Yeah, it looks like a, a glass of Guinness yeah. from the side. Yeah, it's a great great guitar. Like fat. Doesn't hold guitar. up as far as I can tell. It's gone through some pretty enormous five years ago. He bumped into a speaker and it fell on it and crushed it. That was his first tragedy. It's been cursed. And he's still here. I don't know why. I still have no like, idea that man. I, I survived that day and night. <laughs> She's <laughs> muttering over there. <laughs> it's like, it was a rough, it was a rough day uh, was in the, that was, that in the was, life of Rad Lorkovich. Oh, boy. It was like, no, I don't want to describe it. It was just too horrible. But I glanced the speaker. The guitar was 12 feet away. And the speaker. Timber. It was like, it wasn't like, like a redwood. Teeter. They just went and crushed it 12 feet away. And I wow. glanced at like. Like what that. the hell? It was. It was. Why was it so? Well, precarious. there was a reason Sound for guy. that because we were. He was complaining that the speakers were too low, and then the idiot guy puts the stands, like really the tight. legs on the stands were vertical, so it was teetering. You just like oh, these no. heavy. They could have killed a person. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's just killed my guitar instead. Right, which is you know. Thanks. I mean, it was a. Not almost a preferable outcome. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough day. Yeah, yeah. it was really, really tough. Uh, yeah. Did you feel like you had to feel like crap though? Like when that yeah. I curled up into a ball, <laughs> yeah. and, he, and and I didn't come out of the ball for like twenty minutes. He had to like console me, and he talked. Yeah, he talked to me like a injured like yeah. i was in shock was you gotta make shock. a decision you know when you buy it's a ten thousand dollar guitar so it's it's Whoa. a yeah. an expensive guitar but i i know that I'm, i'll play better if i'm traveling with it the shows will be better it'll be a talking point of the show and so it's become my signature instrument and you know and it's taken a beating over the years yeah. but it still sounds great it's got a lot of scar tissue but it still sounds mm. great all right so. uh what, what's the name of the, the guitar, guitar you have now what's the name of this guy Oh, this guy, or lady. This is a, a guitar owned by Dan Navarro, a, a musician. He wrote "We Belong" for Pat Benatar. Sure, he's a good friend of mine, and he uh, brought a couple guitars to me so I could still tour this weekend. Oh, so, what? I see. Okay, uh, yeah, it's a loner. It's a ah, rental. It's a loner. It's like a rental so from a Navarro. Good loner. Yeah, that uh, yeah, sounds great. We belong. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy that at all? <laughs> he's making a ton off that song because it just keeps on showing up in everywhere. Yes. Disney movies, commercials. Mm, yep. He doesn't have to work another day in his life. I went to see the. Uh, she did a, a musical. Pat Benatar and her husband Neil. Oh yeah, musical right. With their songs based the, their, on it's their story, right? It's, uh, their it's Romeo story. and Juliet. Oh, okay. Uh, and it. Uh, uh, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I would have left, except sitting right next to me was Pat Benatar. <laughs> <laughs> So it was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> every song, brilliant. Yeah, just uh, I and I love, I love, I love her. I adore oh, Pat Benatar. Great voice, man. Uh, yeah. But the show is uh, not good. Oh, okay. And that's not her fault. It's whoever wrote the book. But it's, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 It's also the. It has the same premise as a, a show that's on Broadway <laughs> right now, right? It's it's basically a sequel to Romeo and Juliet, imagining no. Oh, it's this not? is uh, oh, okay. I, I was wrong then. Never it, mind. It's mm. uh, it's Romeo and Juliet set in you know whatever, some post apocalyptic because that's how everybody does that shit. <laughs> oh, Which is what all her, all her music videos were too, right? Yeah. Zombie Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> yeah, and then she lives. Oh, okay. And then he. So that part is the same. Yeah, as and, then, Juliet. and so yeah. then when and when it happened, somebody did audibly gasp in the audience, like, <gasps> it's like really, you didn't see that coming with this thing? Oh uh, like, yeah, remember yeah. Shakespeare? Yeah, yeah. It uh, uh, anyway, it. Uh, I adore her, but that thing was a clunkaroo. 
<laughs> but if she's ever on the show, you will pretend that it was. Loved it. Oh, yeah. Because she won't. Yeah. What if this is the one episode yeah. she listens to? Like, I love Ellis Paul. Of yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Navarro won't shut up about this guy. Uh, then this classic. is the one. And then they cancel on me. Uh, all right, listen, what is it? It's time oh, to... Yeah, uh, get it's time to... Uh, oh, first and foremost, well, no, you're, Garen, I'll check in with you, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to want a beverage. Yes, sir. All right, there we go. Oh, Chicago. Yeah, nice. Mm, Garen sucks. Um, <laughs> over the weekend, by the way, Chicago played in the Atlantic City. Yeah, uh, it was uh, advertised as Chicago and Friends, and they had um, Steve Vai sit in on guitar and a couple oh. of songs, and then they had some other folks that I did not know, um, and they did songs live from uh, CTA that uh, they have not played live since 1973. Holy shit! Wow, and wow. it made me jealous because I've been seeing them do the same set list for the past 15 years, mm-hmm. and it's like. You mix it up here? Yeah. Yeah. Bring that uh, here. But it was great. Vi, I mean, mean, he's just an Mm. amazing guitarist and handling that Terry Kath stuff. Uh, I watched the people's phone videos. Right, right. Literally, like, waiting at my TV, like, somebody's going to upload a video soon. (laughs) Right. I must see Steve Vi play Listen. Oh, wow. Uh, Which he didn't do. I picked the one song he didn't play on. Like, Purples and Poem 58 and... Who gives a shit? Garen, we check in with you. You're over there at the Pop Culture Museum. That's sponsored by Kennedy Todd Tees. Use promo code PARDO and get uh, free shipping. Or is it 15% off? 15% off. 15% off. Even better. Better than free shipping, yeah. Uh, Garen, how was your weekend? Anything of import that we can uh, quickly uh, cover? No, I was supposed to go to this filmmaker's group thing and and to another hockey game, but my dog was not cooperating. Oh, still with the... uh, Yeah, I started up again. And it was like every five minutes I was getting up Aww. and taking him out. It was Aww. really annoying. I'm sorry. So I dude. canceled all that and just went out. Just there, He's there, good now. I gave him, I'm going to get, people might be up in arms, but I gave him some Pepto. Oh. And it helped. Mm-hmm. Some yep. people say it's bad for dogs. Some people say it's not. So. If it's good for your dog, it's good for your dog. Mind your fucking business. Yeah, it, it helped him. Oh, good. It helped him. But so he's doing okay now. It's just. How do you? How does he? How does he drink it from that little cup? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's not easy. <laughs> I tried it with a spoon first, and most of it was on the floor. And then I remembered I had from when I had a, my cat was sick years ago. I still had a little a syringe syringe thing yeah. that has a little curve on it. So uh, that was not quite as easy as I was hoping because it's so small and Pepto's like thick. Mm-hmm. But it worked out. He got it. Hmm. And he's feeling oh, good. Good. It should be an ice cream flavor. What? <laughs> Pepto Bismol? Pepto? Yeah. Well, you, would buy, you would buy Pepto flavored? No, I wouldn't. But to get a dog be? to eat it, that might yeah. be the oh. way. Oh, that's the way to do it then. Yeah. Just make, yeah, mix it up with it. them. Yeah. You just shaped it off. <laughs> ice. People Shave do love ice. that those novelty flavors. Like you'll see like a... Uh, you know, Carolina Reaper gummy bears or whatever. Oh, it's like, right. why, who wants that? I don't. But people buy it. Someone buys it. You know what flavor I get every time? What? Vanilla. Oh, of ice cream. It's delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's, yeah. if I'm gonna get if I'm gonna get ice cream, I'm gonna get the flavor that I enjoy. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure. with you. I love it. I love vanilla. Love it. But the, some some things are vanilla, and then there's cookie dough in it or something, and that's yeah, the, you, that's, get, you get. Oh, or a caramel swirl. What do you got? Yeah, okay, here comes Rad again. Cookie dough. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, Mafia? <laughs> he just likes cookie dough. That's all he was saying. As a Croatian, I recommend chocolate chip cookie dough. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Red. It's, it's yeah. good to have yeah. a Croatian. I don't know why he's yeah. that seal. Getting the Croatian As a Croatian. <laughs> <laughs> what if he started every sentence with that? As a Croatian, I recommend hot dogs. Uh, Garen, what's your guess for the... Uh, let, me, let, me re, uh, let me reset it for the, uh, the at-home listener. 
Uh, Oliver's trivia question this week, Holidays on TV is the subject. What TV show holds the record for having the most viewed Thanksgiving episode of all time? Garen, what do you think it is? First thought, best thought, Roseanne. Roseanne. Ooh, that's interesting. Is it? <laughs> I mean, I, I seem to... Im- it tickles a bit of my brain somewhere, so that's why I'm saying that. Mm. Yeah. Well, Garen, I'm going to let you walk that off while you go get me another <laughs> beverage. Uh, that hit, would that, be... hit that, if you would, Garen. Uh, Elliot. Hold on. Let me redo it. Yeah. Jimmy needs a Coke. Very nice. There we go. Wow, That's our... you have a theme song for that. For that. Yeah. That's my friend Doc Julin. Do you know Doc out of Chicago? You know Doc out of Chicago? Oh, I need to meet him. You do need to meet yeah. him, Rad. I'm serious about that. Doc yeah. uh, was in Poy Dog Pondering. Wait. Oh, I know and... another guy from Poy Dog Pondering. Small world. Small yeah, world. Place for Dan. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then he's uh, he was in a group called the Sunshine Boys. He is Steve Dahl's partner on Steve Dahl's podcast. He is oh. a brilliant musician, and he just had a birthday. And uh, he's right. a friend of the show and a friend of mine, and he is uh, amazingly talented. You should know him. Both of you guys should know Doc. Well, I yeah. think we should get him a chance to write one of your theme songs. Oh my god, that would be an honor. Why is it taking so fucking long? That's what I say with with language. We don't ask, they just send them. Well, you know what what we need? We need one for- um, Yeah, what is it when nobody gets it right? And wait, what was it? There was some situation that we realized we didn't have. It's not the- It's when somebody somebody wins, but nobody got it right. Right. But that's that we want something better. If, if we're gonna have Ellis Paul write a song, sure, we gotta think of something better than that. Like we gotta have a, a big thing. It's gotta be a big thing. So we'll think of we'll think of something yeah, yeah. we need. I'm in. Oh, oh my great. god, that'd be incredible. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> this day just got better. Yeah, well. even with Rad's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could get a, a, an Ellis Paul jingle and a Rad jingle. Oh, you oh you think we get two? Oh, I'm getting greedy. Oh, you're getting greedy. Accordion jingle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm on it. Yeah. Oh, an accordion jingle. We don't have an accordion jingle. No, no we don't. Mm-hmm. I tell you. Does oh. anyone have an accordion <laughs> No. We'll be the first. Uh, Wait. Somebody does, but I can't remember who. Uh, mm, mm. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got information. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's check in with the mayor of Whoville. He's back there behind Video Village. That's Elliot Hope. Hello. Elliot, big weekend. What'd you, guys, what'd you do? Do you have any shows? Any of your impro shows? I haven't done any shows recently. I've gone back and uh, I've rejoined the Twilight Zone folks. And we okay. had, we in one of our rehearsals or classes or whatever you want to call it, uh, I think we we did we did an episode that I wish was in front of people. Oh, it was man. really good. And and for me, like I like doing the rehearsals because it's like working out and I'm, I'm able to kind of do stuff that maybe maybe 10 years ago I couldn't have done, like paying attention to story in a way that I haven't been able to before or whatever. And so uh, it was great. So I'm, we're doing that. And I think maybe there'll be shows of that in January. There will be, although I haven't confirmed it yet, but it's 90 percent true that the um, Sondheim class will have the, shows. In, the improvised Sondheim yeah 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 that'll have shows in January in January yeah mm-hmm. we were gonna do I think three shows oh great but I'll probably be all there. the same day <laughs> which you like, like actually because then you go out there and you, you spend an hour and a half and, and it makes it worth your while to be there that whole time pardon well, you, were, you were saying the other show was kind of short to like drive all the way to Los Feliz. Oh no, I, I welcomed the short show. Okay. Oh, this is an hour and a half. No, no, no. It's three. It's three shows. You can watch all of them. Oh, oh, I, oh! I <laughs> guess what Jimmy's not doing. You, guess, yeah, it's like watching three musicals, and each one's like forty minutes. You, you have to know that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I misunderstood your complaint. 
my complaint was not that. No, I like a nice short show. Okay, very good. Especially when you're students. I can't tolerate that for that much longer. <laughs> the Sondheim stuff's going to be really good. Oh, I know it is. And, and you know what? I might. It might be one of those where you see the first one and go, and I turn to Danielle and Oliver, let's stick around. Right. right I right. see that happening. Yeah, if possible. you see people leaving, you know that you failed. Is that true of all, of all performances? They did, yeah, but you don't give them the out. Like in most shows, it's just like you're there or you're not there. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. No intermission. Just roll them into each other. <laughs> right. Don't give them the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Lock the doors from the outside. Yeah. <laughs> just have somebody walk around and go, okay, I need the money for the second show. Wait, what? <laughs> but that, I mean, doesn't that sound crazy? I don't know if you know Stephen Sondheim stuff, but that's complicated. And they're improvising a whole Sondheim musical. I cannot musical. believe it. So yeah. they're, you're improvising the music as well? So yeah, we have an excellent musician. Uh, I don't remember Peter's last name off the top of my head, but uh, he's great. And look, we're up there. We're putting our faces out there. We're doing all the acting and the singing and so forth, and that's hard. But without him... It doesn't exist. Right. right. You know. So how do you know what chord he's going to go to if you're improvising? You just, it? That's, you just that's, wait that's, for the chord to land. And that's then what you... that's what all the rehearsals are about. Because it's 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 <laughs> how like do you think I back you up. <laughs> 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 uh, nicely played, Croatia. <laughs> it, 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 it's like jazz. It's like it, it, it's oh, like okay, jazz, yeah. but but it's got some other dimensions to it because yeah. it's not just figuring out where the solo goes you're also improvising with the other person and you have to Amazing. have give and take and stuff like that yeah, that's that, all the stuff we practice that would be great that's gonna be great i can't that's wait to do you have the weekend yet do you have the dates uh i believe it's gonna be the last weekend of january uh -oh. but i'm not sure uh oh we're, we're we're in san francisco we're in san francisco I, I, it hasn't been set yet all right so. maybe we could change that date. what if we force it <laughs> we're just going up sunday we're just do, you know what dude we're just doing sunday you're fine all right <laughs> yeah this is this, this is i think it's supposed to be they're asking for a saturday so i don't think it'll be a matinee right so i like a matinee you know yeah, that i do, I do uh that. as a reminder by the way we will be in san francisco for Sketchfest on yeah. the 25th is it matt 28th 28th they moved it back <laughs> so on the 28th sunday 3 p.m speaking of matinees at the gateway theater and our guest is janet varney yes mm -hmm. and it's gonna be great it's gonna be a great yeah, says yeah. the pizza maker <laughs> uh what do you got what's your guest for the most watched uh, halloween nope thanksgiving <laughs> so i thought what television show would a thanksgiving episode be the most interesting to see and I went with All in the Family because you got all the fighting and all that kind of stuff. So maybe yeah, they had a special. But is it the most watched? Well, as uh, as Ellis said, it was back in the time where there weren't that many shows to watch. Right. And so the number of people watching them and it, and it, it was late enough that it also went into syndication. So maybe they count that, too. But. Look, did I say I'm right? No. No, you're not like Red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Cockiness>. <laughs> Garen, I've already forgotten yours. What was yours? Roseanne. Oh, that's right. So we got Roseanne and we've got All in the Family. Yeah. Speaking of All in the Family, uh, Rob Reiner, I finally watched the Albert Brooks documentary. Uh, yeah. yeah. Have you watched the Albert no. Brooks documentary? Uh, uh, good. Mm. If you want to. Another drink. Um, it, it, for every if, if anybody listens to this show yeah. and you don't watch the, uh, the Defending My Life I think it's yeah, called uh, the Albert Brooks documentary uh, you don't enjoy comedy it's fantastic it, it is fantastic okay. where does that live again? HBO Max HBO Max uh, it, is, and it, it is the one that I have not re-upped with yet so you gotta get it even for this get it yeah. it right. is it, the best part of it for me was Rob Reiner and Albert Brooks sitting at the table and yes. reminiscing. That's, I, I would watch that for four hours. That's what I wanted. I wanted four hours of that. Yeah. Um, when he, when they, this is what I've been wanting to say to you for weeks. When they go to the mausoleum. Dude. <laughs> 
Albert Brooks's Albert Brooks's dad is in, interred right next to <laughs> Shemp Howard from Three Stooges, and so he and Rob <laughs> Reiner, he's like, look at that, right next to Shemp, and they start arguing about whether Shemp was one of the original Three Stooges or whether he replaced one yeah, of the, Rob Shemp, the, the dark haired one. Yeah, he replaced yeah. Curly. The, yeah, but but oh, Albert, Albert Brooks is wrong. He's insisting that he yes. was one of the original ones. And then Albert Brooks goes, he goes, he just goes, whoop, 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 whoop. and he goes, no, that wasn't him. He goes, yeah, it doesn't matter. He still would have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so great. So great. And in that Albert Brooks, just yeah, the delivery, perfect Albert Brooks Oh delivery. my God, the cadence. It's wonderful. It is absolutely wonderful. It's, it's a, it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. It really is. Okay. It's, it's a, it's, it's a flawless, uh, I've got my complaints, of course. We'll talk well, about it's only here. 90 minutes long, which is great on the surface when you see that it's 90 minutes ago i can knock this out easy but then i'm like i wanted more i wanted more i wanted more of just him and him and rob just yeah. talking because they're friends since high school yeah yeah amazing oh it's great uh all right matt what's your guess uh oh we're going this way i thought you're gonna go to Alice. no he always goes he goes you okay i don't know i i went a different way than 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 these guys uh, i wasn't thinking about broadcast records i was thinking about in the streaming era hmm. you know I, I and i don't know which way oliver was thinking of it but because things can be streamed over and over again now, I said Friends. Oh, wow. Because Friends is a very popular show on streaming. Mm-hmm. And the, the Thanksgiving episode is a very, there's multiple, but there's a very famous Thanksgiving episode of Friends. I will tell you this. Yeah. That's what I crossed out. Oh, wow. Well, then it is 100% correct. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that tells me. I thought of Friends, too. Yeah. Uh, but I ended up, and then I'll get Alice's and Reds. Okay. I ended up uh, switching it over to WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, that's a good one. That's a big, that's a famous that's the, one. That's the, the, the famous helicopter one. turkey. Oh, right, right. The, yeah. the that's what I was, I was trying to think of something Wait like that. Rad, Rad has a look on his face. He oh, believes. here it comes, here it comes. Oh. So if you have the same answer as I'll Rad. I'll be the happiest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Rad deserves his cockiness because he's smart. Okay. All right, but yeah. you go to Ellis Or you're both wrong. I'll and... still kick him in the balls. <laughs> Make no mistake, he's getting kicked in the balls. Kick, yeah. kick, kick yourself in the balls. <laughs> while you're at it. Very easy to do. What is your guess? I chose the Waltons. Okay. I don't even know if there's a, hmm. a Thanksgiving There episode, has to be. But I would think that what? maybe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but is this in syndication as well? Is this, does that well, play into Yeah, it? we have no idea. The Waltons did his syndication. It's probably on MeTV yeah. now or whatever. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. Yeah. those weirdos. I don't even channels. know if there is one, but I would say that All right. maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you went with KRP? I absolutely did. I mean, that was epic. And it was the, the turkey drop. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. threw these turkeys out of a helicopter. <laughs> and turkeys don't fly. I mean. <laughs> how, could, how could you miss? You know that. It does. So I, I, I want to say my backup, which Matt, you'll tell me if you think that I'm in the wrong place. My backup was the Star Wars special, the holiday <laughs> oh, special. Oh, I don't know that that was well viewed, but maybe so at the time it I, I, certainly oh. wasn't rerun often because it was so. But it has maligned. since then. Oh, speaking of documentaries, yes. there's a documentary on that coming out. Oh, oh yeah, there is. I saw that show about that show. Interesting. Well, that's oh, but that's not Thanksgiving. It's, well, it was supposed to be more it was Life Day. The Life Day was sort of their so version I don't of know Christmas. But, I think. Hey, that had Chris Christopherson playing Han Solo. <laughs> I mean, they had weird people playing this, super, and the really the, weird. the Osmonds were playing. Yeah. Uh, Luke Skywalker and well, but then, but also the real cast was in it, and like uh, Harrison Ford appeared Should to we? be at gunpoint, like he <laughs> oh, so really? did not want to be there. <laughs> yeah. It was incredible, uh, but yeah, so just fun. it's a very weird, very seventies thing. And that's on Disney Plus now. Oh, it is. It's, is on, it? it's on already. Uh, I, I I I see it listed. Oh, the special or the doc? 
I, oh no no the holiday special. I thought it was, and then I looked and I thought it wasn't. Well, I saw it the other day. Okay, uh, listed on there. I, I it could, there could be another Star Wars holiday special that is nothing to there do with that. There were pieces of like they there's the animated sequences were up there for yeah. a while, but I don't know if the yeah, whole I thing think was. The- Boba Fett one? Yeah, the Boba Fett animated Garen, when is the doc coming out? Uh, A Disturbance in the Force will be released on digital and Blu-ray on December 5th. Oh, Oh, cool. So not long from now. It's a holiday event. Yeah. (laughs) All right, here's your answer, guys. Everybody everybody has their guess in. Let's see if anybody gets it right. The answer is, son of a fuck, Friends. Friends. Oh, my oh, wow. God. The episode, wow. the one with the list, is the most watched Way Thanksgiving episode of any TV show. In <laughs> fact, of the top 15 most viewed Thanksgiving episodes, 10 of those are Friends episodes. Here's your full list. Oh, yeah, I got a full list, guys. Uh, this is the top viewed. These are the most. All right, here we go. The most watched TV episodes, okay? Uh, coming in at number uh, 15, This Is Us. Okay. Uh, then 14, How I Met Your Mother. 13, House. 12, Friends. 11 Big Bang Theory, 1 through 10 Friends. Wow. All, the all top 10 are friends. Wow. So uh, I didn't even make the top 15. No, we didn't. <laughs> None of us did. That's the thing. I and think I this so this is all based on streaming. I think you're right. You guys yeah. were thinking about like broadcast right. viewership. Yeah, like general cultural. And yeah. I don't think, I don't, maybe yeah. Thanksgiving wasn't a holiday when the Waltons were on. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was before, before, was before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I can't believe I changed my answer. Son I of a think bucket. Lincoln, did Lincoln invent the holiday? During his administration, That's he was the one that. you may be right, yeah. He's the one that declared it a national holiday I believe. look that up Garen Garen that's, good, yeah. that's another good trivia question wow look yeah. it up Garen and then he got shot yeah <laughs> for that for that <laughs> so I, I don't need I don't need to get kicked so no you're not going to get kicked okay, that's good. Yeah, for this well, <laughs> President George Washington was the first to issue a proclamation for the holiday in 1789 designating Thursday November 26th for the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving yeah. Oh, wow. This marked the first national celebration of the holiday under the new constitution. Oh, there you go. All right. Lincoln had nothing to do. He had with nothing to do with it. He still got shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guy can't catch a break. <laughs> I, think he, I think he got shot on tax day, like April fifteenth. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I might not have been. You've been wrong so far. About <laughs> 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 really good I like. I mean, like your whole outfit hasn't gotten anything what, right today. What was the date that he got shot? Yeah. Is April something? It, Lincoln. It's yeah, interesting that we shot. don't all know that. Like, I think it's April 9th. Well, look it up. Get I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up after I well, say my guess. So here's the April thing about the idea. Fifteenth. The That's idea of it being tax day, though. Wait, did the income tax come with the Civil War? I thought it was World War One that income tax was implemented. Yeah, it definitely right. wasn't. Yeah, there was there tax was no day tax back then. then yeah. But oh, very good. Very good. I understand. Yeah. Uh, Abraham Lincoln was shot on April 15th. There you go. Hey. Hey. I do know something about Lincoln. All right. I'm taking Oliver's Good job. Good save. Good save. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get our bets. Uh, uh, Red, I'll start with you since you were hey. so wrong. So wrong. Uh, four. Four. Oh. All right. Garen? Uh, 13. 13. Elliot? 21. 21. 11. 11 for Elliot. I went with 20. I also went with 20. Oh, my God. If we had tied. We would have had a tie off. That would have been crazy. What? 250 each. Good thing you uh, don't trust your gut ever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I never do. God damn it. I'm, I'm mm. just bad at this. I'm just bad at it. So is the winner the person with the most money left over? Is that So uh, we do it. Yes, we do a season long competition where oh, if season long. we like. Yeah. So I bet 20. So my that 20 goes yeah. towards my year, Son my total. Of, oh, okay. And then the end of that, you win 50 bucks if you win that race. So. I believe you're already crushing us, by the way, if I'm not it's, mistaken. He's, he's doing pretty solid. He's he's double me. 
and W, Jimmy. Yeah. Are we tied, you and I? Uh, within one point. You're 40, I'm 41. Matt, why do you have chips on your... We used to bet a lot on this show, and so we all have poker chips with our faces on them. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we would make a bet, like, we would throw the chips on the table. And like we each have our own faces. Oh you guys think of everything. <laughs> well, fans sent us those. Yeah, Coming at you, Gary. Because we were betting so much, someone was like, oh, here's some oh, chips you, to you bet. Mean, you mean you're throwing it to me? Yeah. That was maybe the worst throw I've ever had. Cool. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Elliot? Here you go, Jimmy. Left-handed. Oh, it almost bounced. Uh, right. Not even close. Uh, all right. Who, <laughs> oh, I'm paying this to you. Yeah. All right, we're going to do this Joker's Wild Style. Matt's going to hold his hand out flat. We're going to count to five by fives. What that means is pretend you're going five, 10, 15, 20, but stop at five. Okay. Oh. You can do it. No, you can't do it during uh, that. I thought I thought we would do it at the same time. <laughs> he gets a jingle for that. Yeah, yeah. there's a jingle. There's a jingle for, for everything. everything. Yeah. I look. I was trying something fancy. I thought that I could play the music while you were giving the. You money can't out. do the count while the music's playing, dude. It's that's mayhem. All right, <laughs> this well, is complete look, chaos. I'm, I'm trying a bunch of stuff. Respect the jingle. <laughs> yeah. Think of the jingle makers. I'm at a loss for words. I don't freaking mad I <laughs> look Jimmy I've never been this mad in my I've, I've had zero zero minutes of sleep and that's the shit you want to pull today I mean <laughs> in front of our friends sometimes you got to take risks Jimmy that was a horrible one well you know what that's how we learn all right is that what they're teaching you that Sondheim thing <laughs> we don't need to hear those on all right well you got it you you win yeah. okay here we go and five. five thank you wow that was fun <laughs> <laughs> you are an asshole <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we should have played the song. Damn it. Ella, uh, speaking of playing the songs, we, uh, why don't you uh, uh, do us the favor of uh, doing another one? I know you were tuning up for something. Yeah. And, uh, Rad, uh, I, we're going to do Maria's Beautiful Mess. Is that. Um... <laughs> oh, neither of them are confident. Well, so yeah. It's amazing on piano. Y'all, I mean, he's a great accordion player as well, but. We got to get a piano in here. <laughs> That's the reality. We do. So the reason Jimmy we, Webb hasn't come. We were talking off the air about how much I love the song "Holy" on the new album. Uh, yeah. My favorite song on the new album, and that's also a piano song, so we can't yeah. we can't hear it today. My favorite song off uh, the day after everything changed was "Paper Dolls," and we, he couldn't do that one either because that's uh, a piano song. Yeah. We need to get a piano in here. There's room. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is Maria's beautiful mess. The grace of an actress You're falling like a thief from a roof She's asking for proof Are you staying outside? You hear mission bells Welcome to Maria's beautiful mess In a cluttered apartment on the west side She pulls the blinds wide You watch 
as her dress falls round her and the world slows the clock shows a wrinkle in the flow of time she steps close eyes closed pop open like a bottle of wine and she now like it's thirst like she's never been hurt dancing just like nobody's watching is this love is this curse feels like the first time falling nobody's watching When lime and now Ella is singing holy, soulfully bringing up better times. And beneath the tunes, oh, she's smiling on an unmade bed. She says, What's in the middle that scares you? Does it dare? Take a moment and just slow down, down. And the world slows, the clock shows a wrinkle in the flow of time. She steps close, eyes closed, lips pop open like a bottle of wine. And she'll love like it's thirst Like she's never been hurt Dancing just like nobody's watching Is this love, is this curse Feels like the first time falling Nobody's watching Pull the curtains all down Let stars fall around you She's smiling like the Mona Lisa down if your feet touch the ground but you're falling boy i know i see you i see you oh i see you oh i see Just so the listener knows, uh, in the break, Ella said, it'll probably be a mess, but I'll do it. 
and then flawless. Yeah. Absolutely flawless. Just wonderful. I mean, obviously, accordion fucked it up a little bit, but I mean, other than that, <laughs> it, was, uh, uh, it was terrific. Um, that was great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Was, that was for me. That was, uh, wow, that's one of my favorite songs. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it might go down as my favorite of all time. Is that true? Yeah, because it does everything that I, I do. Like the, the lyrics, it's a nice lyric. The guitar part's a really sweet guitar part. And, uh, and then it builds big to a kind of rock and roll thing. And I always pictured it sort of being like a mix between uh, James Taylor and Rolling Stones if they were somehow enmeshed because mm-hmm. there's a... You know, it's got that guitar part. The cool thing about the guitar part is that there's a, well, there's a bass line. There's like the whole band is represented. Like, I'll show you what I mean. If I was going to break this down. That's happening the whole time. You just don't hear it because the guitar is covering it. So that's the kick and a snare drum. And then I bring in the bass with it. So that's uh, Ringo and Paul. <laughs> of the Rolling Stones? Very <laughs> <laughs> confused. Now I'll bring in uh, uh, Keith Richards. So you're getting the, the full band is there. You know, it's a little combo. Mm-hmm. And then Rad adds flavoring on piano normally. And uh, so I like the guitar part a lot. Love it. Because it's, it's a, a lot happening there. So yeah. couldn't, couldn't you argue that uh, 3,000 Miles is also a complete song in that way? That it covers yeah. all the bases you just yeah, spoke about? it does. And that's a good story song. And it's a linear story song. So you're following a person through, you know, this period in their life. And uh, yeah, those in 55 and yeah. Holy are the two my two favorites on the new record. And they fall into that category, too. So yeah. I'm just lucky to c- just continue to want to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're about my age, right? I think we're the same age, 57. Yeah, yeah I just turned 58. Happy so, birthday. Um, so, yeah, and to want to do this, want to get better, want to find new ways to earn a living. And, you yeah. know, you guys doing a podcast and stretching out in that direction. It's just, I just want to get better at what I do. You Jesus know? Christ, you're already great. So, uh, thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, uh, there's not a lot of ceiling left. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to close a gap between me and Cat Stevens. Oh, well. <laughs> that's that 30% that didn't mention that in the review. <laughs> um, oh, I had a question yeah, about songwriting because I'm fascinated by people who can write songs. It just it seems like magic. But like, especially you've been doing this for decades. Do you ever feel like I have nothing, there's no songs left in me or do they just keep coming or do you have to sit down and force yourself to write or how does it work for you? Well, often like I'll ask big questions like, um, you know, what's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? Mm -hmm. And like, where were you? And for me, that's Big Sur. And this night I had in Big Sur where I was standing on a bluff overlooking a full moon above a bed of fog that was over the Pacific. It was absolutely breathtaking. And, you know, I use that as like a starting point. And, mm-hmm. and so big generalized questions will bring up pieces of my biography. But, you know, and the thing is about great songs, like to me, uh, somebody like Dylan or Joni Mitchell or uh, Bob Dylan, those those characters, like they create this world inside a snow globe and you're on the outside and if they're doing their job right, you're so invested in what's happening inside the snow globe that you start seeing your own life in it. And mm-hmm. then instead of it being, you know, Bruce Springsteen songs, 
you pop into it and it's actually a song about your life and like it, and that's Springsteen's song my hometown you know he's sitting on his dad's lap and he's eight years old and he's driving down his hometown and yeah. his dad's pointing out all the the stuff that's in the town like that song puts me inside the snow globe and it's not freehold new jersey it's it's Presque Isle, maine and it's my dad and it's our car and it's my main street and that's the transition I want to get, and 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 my favorite songs by anybody do that to me. Just suck me in, and suddenly they're, and I think that's why people say that's my song. You know, they don't right. do it with Jaws. They don't say that's my movie or the Mona Lisa. That's my painting. You know, they there's something about music that's so personal because it's somehow you know it's part of their lives, yeah. life story. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. Awesome. Um, awesome. I think you might get an argument though. Uh, Garen does say Jaws is his movie. He, he does. You think you <laughs> oh, really? the one? He literally does oh, say really? that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he's the only oh, guy. Wow. Yeah, but right? there are people like that. It might be my movie poster. Yeah. Well, of that poster, I think, is probably the best movie poster. That's the one that. Oh, I agree with that. That yeah. guy just passed away, by the way. The guy that did it. Oh, I saw yeah. yeah, yeah. And I can't remember his it, name, but it was a it was a movie for a long time. People say, "What's your favorite movie?" It, it would never come to mind. But one day I realized that I watch it several times a year i've got oh, wow. merch everywhere wow. so it I, it's my favorite movie it's i just fast forward to the shark attacks <laughs> <laughs> seems like the wrong way it's to do like it shark porn <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's fake shark porn <laughs> uh, mm, shark what, porn. uh uh, by the way, I wanted to mention he brought up the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones have a new tour coming out. Yes, they do. And uh, tickets go on sale soon for that. Yes, they wow. do. Wow. And I don't have more information, but I'm supposed to have had more information <laughs> to talk about that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, anyway, they're going on tour, and I think tickets go on sale December 1st. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, next week, I think. Wow. Did they buy advertising spots <laughs> they, on your they podcast? didn't not do that. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, oh, is there a little Ticketmaster thing going on here? Uh, what's, what's, we have this? a relationship with the, with the promoters. So. Okay. Oh, you go. do? Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, that's that's uh, cool. There yeah. we go. Hang on. I, I can get the. Okay, they're going to be at the so. All right, they're go. They're on tour in twenty twenty four. They're announcing tickets on the twenty first. So we're safe. Oh, of oh, December. So no, no. They announced on eleven twenty one. So by oh. the time people hear this episode, they, and, it will have been announced. And tickets go on sale twelve one. Great. So uh, get your Rolling Stones. Matt and I saw them in the last tour, and they they were it was, phenomenal. It was really? Well, it was great. It's, it's great. Mm. Even at the SoFi, which is a uh, way too big of a venue to watch music, but uh, yeah, it still was great. Their band. I mean, Mick still's got it, but the whole band is just incredible. You know, it's like they've just. It's a. It's it's. If you like rock and roll music, I don't know uh, why no you would want to see band that. Yeah. Yeah. Mind, yeah. Go see them. Rad, your thoughts on the Stones? Absolutely. But there we go. <laughs> the band, There's the Croatian. No questions uh, asked, and that's uh, I back that up with uh, my entire country of Croatia. Thank you. We appreciate, we appreciate, the, appreciate the backing. All those four million. Uh, uh, all right. Before we get out of here, yeah, uh, you, I'm going to give you a choice of two, or pick one, another one. Oh, uh, I don't think you've ever done God's Promise for us on this program, okay. and I don't know if you've ever done Martyrs Lounge on this show for us. Uh, Rad, well, what do you think? What here? do you guys think? Ooh. Oh. If you're going to choose. So I want to make it easy on you. So the Martyr's Lounge and the other one? Uh, God's Promise. God's, God's Promise. promise. Ooh. And if you do God's Promise, uh, walk us through the story behind that. Okay. I'll or do, or walk us the, through the story anyway and do Martyr's Lounge. That's, that's kind of special, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, Martyr's Lounge rocks. But yeah, let's oh. do God's Promise. You sure? I just yeah, heard Martyr's Lounge rocks. But, you know, it rocks, but... It, as as much as an accordion can rock, <laughs> <laughs> is there, let me yeah, ask you. Be honest. Let me be. Let me uh, be great. Is there any reason why they can't do both of them? It's up to you. It's your show, man. 
It's up yeah. to you guys. Okay, we'll do God's promise first. Okay, okay so yeah, walk us through God's promise and yeah. how that came to be. Well, and then we'll end with the rock, this rocker I've been promised. Mm-hmm. That would get this thing in tune as I'm talking. Give me a G there, Rad. We'll do it in the key of G. Okay, good enough for a comedy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's relatively in tune, and then I'm relatively in tune to it. A long time ago, I got a tattoo. It's of Woody Guthrie. It's on my right shoulder. looks more like Gene Simmons now than Woody Guthrie. (laughs) um, And I, I was at this big conference, and Woody's daughter is still alive, Nora Guthrie, and she... She had heard about the tattoo. She wanted to see it. So she brings me into the bar and I pull down my shirt and so she can see the tattoo and it's just her dad's torso and it's his name. And uh, she's a fan of mine. So she was thrilled by it. And, and this guy, this German DJ who was sitting at the bar comes over to see the tattoo and, and uh, they meet, the two of them meet over my shoulder, over uh, her father on my shoulder. They fall in love and get married. And it was beautiful, you know, so I felt like, you know, I was somehow involved in all that, or at least just the driver and her dad set it up, who knows. (laughs) And then she invited me, because Woody wrote 3,000 songs, but in in the 30s and 40s and 50s, recording equipment was hard to come by, so he only recorded about 200 songs out of 3,000 that he had written. And uh, the only history of those remaining songs are lyric sheets that are floating around. And so... She has brought in musicians to put music to these lyrics and she invited me in and I went to New York City and I sat with a uh, ethnomusicologist and we put on white gloves and we went through all the lyrics one by one. I was looking for ones that, you know, that I could read that were sort of fit my my thing and I you know I held the original lyrics to this land is your land that that piece oh of paper God. which is probably wow. worth like 4 million dollars now. And um, I finally came across um, the song God's Promise that Woody, um, it was one of the last lyrics that he wrote. Uh, he wrote it in the hospital. He spent the last part of his life in a hospital, last 12 years, and because um, he had Huntington's Korea, which he's, he's a very tragic figure. He's a little Van Gogh for the music world, really. And um, he wrote this beautiful lyric about, um, you know, kind of keeping the faith, and it was based on a hymn that had come out earlier. And so I ended up putting music to it and uh, got it on an album. And the coolest thing happened just a year ago. Uh, I was playing the Woody Guthrie Folk Festival in Okima, Oklahoma. It's an annual festival. And his niece came up to me and she said, I think I have something that you need to own. And she gave me a postcard that Woody had written to his little sister, uh, in the 1940s or 50s I guess it was 1950 and on the back side of it were the lyrics to God's oh, promise what the heck yeah so I'm like wow. it's like it's my most cherished wow. possession so I uh, so I have this yeah this this handwritten uh, Woody Guthrie postcard with the lyrics to the song I put the music oh, to really? it's just beautiful put it in $350 museum glass and uh It'll be in the family forever, an heirloom. Yeah, sure. So this is a song. I think I'm getting close here, Rad. Just wanted to be beautiful for the listeners. Sure. At home, if they're still there. Hello, <laughs> they're there. Hello. <laughs> Can you hear us?
it's been a while. I didn't promise you skies painted blue nor all colored flowers all your days through I didn't promise you sun with no rain joys without sorrows peace without pain all that I promise strength for this day rest for my worker My unfailing love Sure never did promise you Crowns without trials Your food with no heart sweat Your tears without smiles No bright sunny days Without cold wintry snows No victories without fighting no laughs without wars All that I promise Strength for this day Rest for my worker Light on your way I'll give you truth when you need it My help from above Undying friendship Struggles, no dirt, no earthquakes, no dry spells, no fire flames, no droughts, no slaving, no hunger, no blizzards, no blights. All that I promise, strength for this day, rest for my worker. On your way, I'll give you truth when you need it. My help from above, undying friendship, my unfailing love. I give you my power this minute, this hour, the power you need when you fall down and bleed. I give you my faith, my will to pull home, my love from my races, my colors, all kinds, my love from my races, my creed, 
seeds of all kinds, my saviors, my flavors, my creeds of all kinds, my saviors, my flavors, my creeds of all kinds. Really beautiful. Absolutely Thank beautiful. Thank you. Um, I uh, I am not going to be greedy. I'm going to yeah, I'm going to have you. I'm going to save Martyrs Lounge for next time. Okay. All right. right. Let's. Oh, you're disappointed, Red? Or you're excited <laughs> no, I'm about good. it? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Croatia says it's okay. All right. As long as I get the <laughs> approval, I'm not going to be whacked and thrown <laughs> into <the> dumpsters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's a pretty long song. Yeah, and I I just want to be great. I don't want. Yeah. I realize yeah. I'm being greedy, and then I look at the clock, and I realize that uh, right. we're, uh, right. it's been a long show. Mm-hmm. Uh, thrilled that you came back. Thank you. So great to see you as always. And Matt, really, I appreciate the show a lot, and. I know you're mentioning me on the air all the time because I've got people coming up to me. And, and on those long rides, you guys uh, provide great entertainment for me. So Happy to thank you. It. Love the show. Oh, nice. thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much. And uh, again, your music means the world to me. And uh, I'm going to get emotional. Uh, so uh, I'll make it past that. Uh, and it's just, a th- just, again, the idea that uh, on this very show, season one, I said it would be amazing to be friends with Ellis Paul. Here we are 17 years later, and we are. And, and we it's are, just yeah. amazing to me. Yeah, I love it. Thank and, you. And uh, it, it just... Uh, I've texted you from time to time that I listened to your music that day and it made my day and so on and so forth and uh, I'm just thrilled that I have your music and you in my life and I mean that sincerely thank you brother uh, at the end of a comedy show (laughs) (laughs) but I can't see I can't fucking just be sincere I then had to put a a comedy tag on it because God forbid Uh, I be real Uh, hey everybody thank you for listening thank you for subscribing get uh, Ellis' new album called 55 I'll hold it up right here uh, Matt's going to hold it up too everybody hold it up Uh, which camera angle is better go and uh, get this either from his uh, website there or uh, obviously the, the, all their everywhere streaming yeah. services yeah. Um, and then check him out live if he's coming to your town and uh, we thank you for listening we thank you for subscribing thank you for supporting this program uh, so on behalf of uh, on behalf of Rad Lokovic nicely done the pop culture piece Garen Cockrell the mayor of Whoville Elliot Hooper the Honcho Matt Belknap and our good friend Ellis Paul I'm Jimmy Pardo we'll see you next time on the podcast AK-47 gone not forgotten love never not funny for a second episode every week and video of every episode plus bonus perks sign up for a platinum subscription at nevernotfunny.com never not funny a sag after podcast is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap video production by Elliot Hochberg Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC.